Hey all, it's Paul from Drums and Rums. On this podcast episode number seven, I interviewed Shane McGuire, who I also met at Jim Riley's Drum Dojo. He's originally from Detroit, but now calls Nashville home. He shares an interesting way on how he learned how to play the drums. Shane talks about what it's like to land in Nashville as a drummer and work his way into the scene on Broadway. He's currently backing SEMA, an original music band that's a blues, funk, rock, hip-hop original artist. He's also wooing the crowds on Lower Broadway with his cover band, Coco and the Nash Bash. He's also keeping busy on COVID lockdown by recording drum covers on YouTube, and he's ready to get back out there and perform. Here's Seema's latest single released earlier this month, I Won't Surrender.
watching that. Look, Look at that. that. Look at that. Live. Live from Nashville and Florida. Quiet Nashville. <laughs> Very quiet. Quiet Nashville, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Shane, uh, let, me, let me do a quick, quick little uh, intro here. Um, so I met Shane uh, McGuire at the Drum Dojo, uh, Jim Riley's Drum Dojo, back in December of last year, and we all, uh, I think all four or five of us or whatnot, whatever, however many we were, uh, attended the you know the session. It was pretty awesome. Um, I'm you know I'm sure Ryan's going to talk a little bit about that and what he got out of it and uh, uh, some of some of those. Uh, uh, history you know, or, or stories um, as well. So Ryan's from originally from Michigan or Detroit Rock City and now he's went from Detroit Rock City to Music City so uh, to pursue music career and uh, currently in a couple projects. He is a musician who's just like a lot of folks struggling with this COVID and the shutdown been able to make a living uh so definitely i don't know uh, if ryan's got a patreon or a cash app or venmo or or you know you know send it and send it to snail mail or or food stamps or whatever you know whatever it is uh so but yeah no i mean this this is you know i wanted to definitely have a podcast with a couple of the fellow guys that i attended the drum dojo with um talk drums i think all four of us came from different different places in, in our drumming uh, career paths, et cetera. So definitely I wanted to hear Ryan's stories about Nashville, how he got there, some of the other interesting stories about Nashville that we probably won't all hear about. Um, he's going to tell us about the Woo Girls. Uh, so that'll be kind of really interesting uh, and, and, and so forth. So welcome, Ryan. So, oh, the, oh White Claw. Is this how you, you're drinking White Claw? <laughs> Is this is, is is that how you is this how you uh, attract yeah. the uh, the woo yeah. girls? It's like a, it's like throwing out bait. <laughs> they just show up. <laughs> but I'm 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 essentially a woo girl. People call me a woo girl. But I'm spilling it. <laughs> I like white claw though. I actually liked was drinking these like before they got the stigma. I just think they taste good. I like stuff that tastes good, and I think they taste good. So, but now it's like. You know, oh, what thing, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, I I think uh, the white claws were are well for I you know I, I know I think you know we're, we're I'm a little bit older than you and the white claw versus back in back in my day was or when I was younger was the Zimas and uh, but yeah you, you know I I I I I can't knock you know again it's if you're definitely out by the water and uh around the pool or wherever and yeah there's what you know at least you're getting some little buzz and you're not getting total, yeah. totally uh, you know kind of wrecked so but so that's so th so this is the secret is uh ryan leaves white claws by his front doorsteps and uh that's how he uh he gets the woo girls you, by the way shane you're reading ryan wrong podcast you're reading ryan's name instead of mine by the way, I'm showing <laughs> no, Ryan. You're saying I'm Ryan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Right. That was that was a po- couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. It's like wait a minute. Wait. Right. Ryan. Wrong. Yeah. That's not me. So, and I'd say I, I I totally yeah. Try, trying to keep kind of trying to keep you know stuff straight been in the and, house uh, far too long. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Everybody uh, looks the same. Never everybody's not wearing any pants or shaving like or the first time I wore, like, and whatever. Actual jean material shorts in a hot minute. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. It's so bad. So yeah. So um. So Shane. Um, yeah, I know. I I think a couple of podcasts I was mixing some other things up in other yeah, sessions. So, so I, I know I'll just blame it all on the rum. That's about that's the, that's my excuse, and that's what I'm sticking to. So, your uh, so how how I guess uh, how how'd you get into you know drums? I, I you know I was reading a little bit about you're doing some other uh, musical instruments uh, growing up, and then you made a transition uh, for some may consider a little bit later in. I don't want to say later in life. Definitely but, later than most people. But, for sure. Right, right. Um, well, no, I mean, like, I've always just been around music. I've always just liked to play music. But I started playing clarinet in, I think, third or fourth grade. I don't remember the exact. I just remember being in the room where, like, all the teachers came in. And they were like, who wants to be in band? You're going to pick one of these instruments. And they were all lined up. And, and I don't know why I picked clarinet. I, I feel like, I mean, it's a cool instrument. I kind of wish I still played it now. But... I think back then, I think a couple of my friends picked it, and I was like, I guess we're playing the clarinet, so <laughs> let's do it. And so I did that until pretty much all the way through high school. I think I stopped senior year or halfway through senior year or something Something happened, but I, didn't gra- I did not graduate playing. I know that. I did it for a while, so it was at third grade all the way to 12th grade. Um, but I didn't start playing drums till probably – six or seven months after high school is actually um my grandpa was a professional drummer so my grandparents were always you should play the drums you should play the drums you should play drums but you know when you're young when you're a teenager you don't want to do anything anybody tells you to so i'm like i'm not playing drums just because exactly, you're telling right. me to play drums that's dumb but yeah yeah i'm yeah, rebelling exactly. right so yeah. i was like no i don't want to do that i don't want to do all that so i never did and then um that game remember that game rock band that came out. This is actually yep. what happened. So I was playing Guitar Hero forever. Guitar Hero was like the coolest thing ever. And, and I was good. Like I was ranked and I could like play it behind my head and stuff. Like I was that guy at the arcade that was like doing all this stuff and I was good at it. And like, but it doesn't teach you anything. You just, you know, you're just pushing buttons. But then Rock Band came out and Rock Band had drums. So it was like, it had the full band. So you could sing and do everything. So I was like, I'm playing these drums. So what I did is I skipped school senior year and I got the game and then I started playing it and then I put it in practice mode and I put it on expert. So I was playing these songs that were like way hard and I was playing it on expert because when you're in practice mode, you can't fail. So when you're like doing the actual game, the crowd boos you off and you lose. But when you're in practice mode, you can make as many mistakes as you want. And I was like, I want to play this on expert. I want to do this. So I just played it for like months in practice mode. And then we started like, my friends would come over and we formed the band and we try to climb the leaderboards, but that's what it was. That's actually like, as soon as I started doing this, I was like, I think I want to do this. And then it like transitioned to the real drums. This is what 
this is like right. I always tell people people are like blown away that I did this or like someone I was like I think I want to play real drums well I had a friend back then who was a drummer and he's like I'm just gonna give you my old kit he's like it's a piece of junk I don't ever play it I'll just give you it so I was like well I wonder right so what I did is I took my laptop I set it up in front of the drum set and I mapped out each color to the actual drum so like the red was like the snare and then the yellow was the hi-hat and then the green were the cymbals and I would watch rock band videos and then map them over to the real parts of the kit and it just worked and that's actually how I started <laughs> wow it worked because no that's a, so so that so you so that you so that's about what 18 so about 18 yeah, or so yeah or I graduated on my 18th after. birthday so I was I was 18. Okay. I think I started playing at the tail end of 18. I really, really started getting into it when I was 19. Yeah. And I'm 30 now for anybody wondering. So it's been about okay. 12 years. No, that, right. No, that's, that, that's, that's, that's really kind of wild is, um, you know, again, everybody gets into drums differently and, and for, you know, and, um, no, but that's really wild. So when you were mapping out the different colors, it, so you were saying like you, you know, the it's just I, I guess how yeah, did you I don't map know if the, seen the way that screen on. works on that game, but like the notes come scrolling through you, like to you on beat. So mm -hmm. like if it's if if it's a snare drum like this, every time a red would pass through the screen, you would hit it at the same time. So like got it. Yeah. Oh, oh, so what okay, I would do I is like you. I figured out which one was which, and then I would just watch YouTube videos of people playing it, and it would scroll. But instead of hitting the fake drum set, I was letting it scroll, and I was hitting the real drum set. So that's kind of how I learned. Like, got oh, it. okay, this is the ride symbol. This is what you play now because it's like <laughs> it was mapped out because the game was real. Like they were really mapping it to which parts go to which kid. It wasn't like Car Hero where you just guess. Right. Like that game actually mapped it. So like when you're on the ride in the game, it's a ride symbol. So it's, it, right. was, it, it worked. <laughs> like it worked. It was crazy. And I, I guess I, it's, it's funny. Cause now, you know, now that you, as you explain that, it's like, you know, so aren't you the guy that invented that musician or was that musician or musician? Right. It's like, kind of seems like it, it's like using digital to kind of teach you how to play what the oh, that certain, musician thing. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, Jefferson. I don't know. It seems like it's always on YouTube. So there you like so I'm, I'm cheap. Yeah, I, I'm cheap, and I don't pay for YouTube, you know, plus or whatever. To, so I always have to play the ads. You good? <laughs> yep. There you go. You hear me? Oh, hold on. We got a little bit of a yeah. A little there you lag. Go. You're back now. All right. Yep. Okay. The so yeah, uh, yeah. The the internet and everyone else is online. Has been working. Yeah. I've been home sucking up all the bandwidth we and outside. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I, that's what I was worried about tonight. So uh, you know, we're you know we've we've got a little disturbance that is out there in the down in the Keys, getting ready to pass by Florida. That'll be our first problem oh, in the of the year. And it's, like, it's not even. Yeah, it's like man, it's not even it's not even it's not even hurricane season yet. <laughs> what, it's like what else? In May, like it's not even June officially. It's like Mother Nature. We put the calendar a wrap around June one to November thirtieth. Mother Nature no. doesn't care. And then it's like everyone's like, wait a minute, Ooh. you know, everyone's mind is blown because of the pandemic and Her Mother it's, Nature yeah, is just really know, angry it's, it's, right now because she keeps hitting Nashville with tornadoes yeah. and. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, so so talk a little bit about so yeah that move. I guess from okay, you know now you're you've been up in Detroit, and I think you were you're you're you know you kind of trying to figure some things out, uh, you know before you made the move, you know trying to, uh, you know I, th- I think you mentioned um, you just like wh- what is what is what do, what do I want to do? What do I want to you know schooling wise? I think you talked a little bit about that when you know when we were up in Nashville in December. Um, but how did, how did that make that big jump to, Hey, I, I'm just going to say, all right, I'm yeah, going to move was, to Nashville. Uh, it's actually kind of, of a long process actually. So like I, I was going like school to school. I always knew that I wanted to leave Michigan. That was just like my thing. And everybody always knew I was going to do it. And whatever field I was studying in college, whatever it was at the time, all of those jobs were always completely out of state. So everyone knew I was going to leave anyways, but I was like telling myself that I couldn't leave until I had a degree in something. That way I can go get a real job and then just do the music on the side and if the music takes off, then go with that. But I kept telling myself, you got to get a real job. You got to do all this. So I kept going to school and some people are just not cut off from school. I'm just one of those people. I just, I'm, it's not, I'm not a school person. I don't like it. I don't like all the structure and all the work and I just don't, don't like it. My sister is a prodigy in school, straight A since preschool. So she's the school one. She's the book smart one. So I did, I studied five majors between four different colleges wow. and I failed out of three of them and dropped out of the one. <laughs> I have an insane amount of student loan debt, you can assume. But, I mean, I learned a lot. I was learning some cool stuff. I just, I'm not the kind of person to continue it for three years just to get a piece of paper. And, you know, so I, right. yeah, I was like, I started playing around the scene back home and doing the bar band things back home. And then I realized, like, how much money I was making doing that. And I was like, I'm paying my rent now by doing this. I'm like, what if I go somewhere else to where I know I can do this good and pay all of my bills so and that's kind of what right. like and i looked around i looked in texas i looked in some cities in florida actually and i looked at mm-hmm. chicago arizona um, even washington dc i went and looked around there's just no downtown scene quite like nashville and it's way harder in other cities in other states to do it full-time versus in Nashville because it never stops here and there's right. so many different bands and so many different stages that like it's way easier to get work like that so have were you have were you ever in Nashville oh, yeah. prior yeah, to before I moved I was coming here like at least twice a year for probably four years so I was very like oh, okay. familiar with okay. it anyways and I didn't start looking at apartments and stuff till like about a year before and then I started coming closer and then I started doing more serious searches and stuff. It's got closer, obviously. Here I am. I just knew that like, right. even if it's just playing covers, even if you have to play Wagon Wheel 17 million times, I knew, I knew <laughs> that that would let me pay my rent. And if, if I can do anything, yeah. if I can play music full time, and pay the rent, that's my, that was my only goal, to be honest with you. I didn't, no. you know, I wasn't expecting to come here and play drums for Garth Brooks and, you know, <laughs> covers and yeah, no, you know, I, I, it's funny. Cause I think there, you know, I'm, I'm sure that you're, you're, you found a lot of other fellow or similar stories, right. Is people have come to, well, like acting, yeah. 
people either go to New York or LA. If you want to be in acting, yeah. here's where you got to go, right? You're not going to go to, you know, uh, Dakotas right. or something, right? And, uh, but yeah, you, you know, you went to Music City and there's, you know, there's a few other folks, you know, I, you know, I, I've, I followed once at the, once I, you know, was up there last year and there's a, um, it's, it's definitely, you know, like I said, if you've, you know, if you listen to some of the other podcasts I've, I referenced, you know, I think for me that Nashville trip, that was the first time I was there and it definitely like struck a chord in me. I, I think a big takeaway was here's all these folks. And again, this is the, you know, the really bummer part of it is, you know, with this COVID, you know, here's all, all these musicians, you know, this is their livelihood. This is their jobs. This is how they make their money. And, um, this is a, this is a really big impact. And, but the big takeaway is everyone is hustling, right? You know, you're, you're doing a couple different, you know, a couple different projects or people are doing their covers to make it, you know, in their own original projects or, or so forth. So, um, so yeah, no, that, that, that's pretty. So, so when did you, when did you land in Nashville then once you made that decision, say, here's where I want to go. Uh oh. Internet. Yep. Yep. Must it must be all the kids in the yeah. neighborhood here playing Minecraft yeah. and Fortnite. <laughs> or or uh, or uh, what's what's the game that you're oh, the game that you're Crossing. playing, right? The uh, Oh yeah, we're yeah. all playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> Everybody's playing Animal Crossing. It's funny though, just on a side note about that, it's like I've been communicating with people who I haven't communicated with in years because of Animal Crossing. And they're like, hey, bro, can I come to your island? Do you have cherries for me? Like, it's just, it's crazy what that can do for during this to bring everybody like back together. It's crazy. But, right. It's, it's, it's kind of like uh, uh, with, 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 with social distancing, but like here in Florida, and you know, right, and, and you know this with the, the, the tornadoes is the community yeah. comes together. You know that you know devastation or tragedy brings the community together. You know, it's like, hey, you know, where, where's this neighbor? You know, I haven't seen this neighbor forever. But then you have a hurricane, you're out of power. People are yeah. starting to kind of, oh, hey, you know, you meet. You know, it's kind of a bummer that that's how you how it happens. It happen. Yeah, <laughs> at least um, it does, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I so I was saying is um so you when when did you make that move what so what uh, year was last that year. so i actually just crossed my year mark uh back in april so okay that's why you're needing to find a new place right? um actually uh no this one this is just my lease is up on this one so i'm gonna go somewhere else because i don't really like the neighborhood i'm in it okay. reminds me too much of detroit <laughs> and i don't mean that in a good way i don't mean cool detroit if you catch my <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, actually the first three months here, I didn't live in Nashville. I lived in Murfreesboro, which is like a 42 minute drive. Um, Ooh, and it's nice. like when I moved, it's a very easy place to get into. It's bustling. It's, the college is there. So it's very happening town. Um, but the rent is way cheaper and you know, I didn't have a lot of time to come back and forth while I was working back home to like really look because Nashville is so big. People don't realize that it is huge. Right. There's so many different neighborhoods and so many different places to live, and it's too much 
to search when you only have like two days at a time. And Murfreesboro was just really easy to get into. So I jumped into Murfreesboro just to get me into Tennessee. And then I kind of underestimated the distance. So that first three months I was here, I was actually barely in Nashville. So I've only been in Nashville for actually it'll be a year in July. I've been in Tennessee okay. for a little over a year now, but yeah, I couldn't, the, the drive was just too much. Like going back and forth. Right. And obviously I had to get a day job first before I could start playing music. So I would like work eight hours, drive all the way back. It was just too much. So the first three months are kind of lost time, but they put me here. They put me into Tennessee at least. So. Yeah. So, so, so with that, so, so far, no regrets. No, nothing yet. <laughs> Cool. I love it here though, but yeah. like people are always like, what if the music doesn't yeah. work out? And I was like, well, you know, I can do something else, but I, I love Tennessee. So it's like, it's not really like a lose. No. Yeah. You get, you get, you get, you, so you still get a little bit of the, 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 the weather, the, you know, you didn't go too far South where, you know, you definitely coming from Detroit, you know, growing, you know, growing up there is, uh, you still get a little bit of winter, you know, like here in Florida, we really don't get, yeah, you know, yeah, the winter, in, you know, like a little taste of winter here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is fine. There's no, so, there's not really like ever any snow. So, if it wants to get cold, right? I it was funny. I said if it wants to get cold, it sucks, but I'll deal with it. I'd rather it cold than three feet of snow overnight, like Michigan gets. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it's funny because that last day before I left, because I know most of the guys were heading out I think like on the Sunday or the yeah. Monday morning to go back home and you know and I knew that if I was coming up to Nashville and that was the first time I was in Nashville so I knew it was like all right I if I'm gonna do this right I don't I shouldn't short you know shortchange myself with this trip and this experience etc and you know obviously the main reason going up there was for the the drum dojo and but that last day just before I left that Monday they started flurrying and I'm like you got to be kidding yeah. me. You know, it was like funny because, you know, here, here comes a little bit of the flurries and I got to go back to Florida. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but you know, I, I, you know, I was originally born in New Jersey. So obviously the, the cold weather, I, it does affect you when you move South. It does. I don't know. They say it's not, it's, it's all a wives tale, but yeah, it, it does. does. My body has adjusted. Too, like my body is now adjusted to where like, it's like 65 and I'm like, I'm putting a hoodie on, <laughs> but like 65 <laughs> in Michigan is like lay out the pool and go on the boat. But it's like, people are like, they're like, what is wrong with you from Michigan? I'm like, but my body has adjusted. Like, this cold now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Michigan for sure. Friends, like, yeah. they visit, they're like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, dude, yep. it's cold. Because they get like, last summer here, it was like 112 a couple days. Like, it gets up oh, wow. there. So now, like, 65, I'm like, whoa, it chilled. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. Not a wide scale. Yeah, it's, it's totally it's, true. It's like it didn't take long either. Yeah. I think I want to say like maybe about four months in, I was already like, all right, you know, eighty five is the normal. Like, <laughs> is that it was like it was eighty. Yeah. So you, yeah. So if you're yeah. So if you've already gone gone through that with one year, you know, uh, it's uh, you know, and I've been in Florida now for twenty years, so it's uh, yeah, it's definitely I feel it, especially when I travel for work and. Uh, yeah, in places that it has the snow and it's like all right yeah, yeah it's kind of cool and all and my kids oh yeah go ahead. So i was gonna say i might be going home labor day weekend and i'm already dreading it i'm like good lord it's probably gonna be snowing 
<laughs> so, um, so you made your trip, you moved, you moved last year, you, you went all in, you landed in Nashville. Um, I mean, did, so did you kind of like to say, all right, I'm just packing my shit up in my car. I'm traveling, I'm going and let's see what happens. And once I arrive, or did you kind of have some, a game plan uh, as far as, you know, and like you said, you already visited kind of, so you already knew yeah. the lay of the land, but did you already kind of have some idea how to land in their job or place? Uh, yeah, I actually landed a warehouse job uh, before I moved. So I had income right away. And then it, it was just like, I didn't stay there very long because it was in Nashville. And as I said before, I kind of underestimated the, the drive from Murfreesboro to Nashville every morning in work traffic. I think the second day I worked mm -hmm. there, it took me two and a half hours to get to work with work traffic. Holy and shit. it was about an hour and wow. 40 minutes to get home and I was like there's no way I'm doing this so I quit there and I, I started working somewhere else but I did I had a you know can you hear me is it lagging I good all right Not good um, but yeah I had a uh, so I had that job and I came down as far as the music I didn't like I kind of said before I didn't really have any like huge dreams for myself coming down here I didn't come down here and I'm like I'm gonna play at Bridgestone Arena and I'm gonna do all this like obviously if that arises you yeah of course I'm gonna do it but that's not what I my only goal so far like when I came here was to play downtown full-time because I knew if you play right. 12 gigs a week you can pay your rent and pay the rest of your bills and that was like my only goal to be able to say that my main income is playing music because it's the only thing that I like doing so that's kind of what propelled me right. here so I didn't really have like a plan plan I guess so I had that job but I didn't really like plan out how I was gonna start getting gigs or anything I kind of just showed up like you it's kind of said I just showed up let's go right so yeah so so that was something that really struck me was and and maybe talk about this is I, again I, I I was just in awe I, I almost I told I tell people that the only reason why I had to, I went back home was because I ran out of money I really totally digged it. You know, I'm not a country guy and I, you know, I don't think, you know, um, you know, we, we've talked is you were up, upbringing straight country, but yet, you know, you're definitely in a country town playing the wagon yeah. wheels and so forth. But is what's it like playing on Broadway? And, and I, you know, from what I've heard the stories is, you know, the musicians there are just grinding. They're playing insane four hour sets. They're not stopping. They're just going, you know, there's no, uh, there's no stops. There's no 15 minute breaks. And, you know, you're just kind of grinding and keeping the music going. So what is that like? Well, first it's interesting to like learn some of the lingo. So they're not called shows and they're not called gigs. They're called shifts. That's something interesting. It's like, cause it's a real job for people like us. So it's like, and there are right. schedules online. So like if you work for Tootsie's, your schedules online, you log in just like your work schedules. It says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's cool. It's like some stuff you don't realize. So yeah, I mean, you just, these people are picking up shifts. Some guys are playing 12s, like they're three in a row triples, like, and it's crazy, but wow. you, you know, you wow. do it cause we, it's exhausting, but you do it cause you know, you know how it is. It's us. It's what we like to do. So it's yeah. like, and I've played a Broadway yeah. gig where I've made $22 and then I've played a Broadway gig where I've made $281 in three hours. So it's like, it's, that's another reason why everyone's grinding all the time. Cause you could have three $20 ones in a row and then you could have a $600 one. You don't know. Like, so it's, uh, but you still good. It looks like it's going a little slow. 
Yeah, no, we're all right. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, playing playing okay. the actual shifts is definitely different. I mean, I'm sure you've played in bar bands, and that's what I was doing back home. You know, you do 40 minutes, and then you have a 20 minute break, and then there's dancing in between and DJs. The Broadway, that the thing is, the music does not stop, and that's that's the thing. Right. It does not stop. So you, I've played four hour sets where I don't get one beat break, but I've also played four. <laughs> you can kind of ask to like. Sometimes I've been like. There's a guy, Chris, that I kind of play. The guy that we saw at Rippies, the guy singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, I'm one of his guys. He doesn't call me a lot. He calls me when he really needs me. But um, sometimes I'll be like, hey, Chris. And like, all I want to say is, hey, we should do this song next. And the first thing he always says is, you got to go pee. <laughs> like, so like, you can ask, you can ask for a break. But most of the time, the way it works is like, if someone pays good money for a request that the band doesn't know, but the singer does. And he's like, well, I can do this acoustic. And then you guys can have a break. And then like, that's how it right. works. But yeah, there's no breaks. So I've done it straight through, no breaks. I've done it or I've gotten two breaks. I've done, but it's, it's very different because your body is so conditioned to the 40 minutes. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to shake it off and get a break. No, it's like, right. I, I mean, I've had to start wearing my drum gloves again sometimes because my hands start getting tore okay. up, like blisters and stuff. Because you're not used to four straight hours and, you have a double it's yeah. eight straight hours <laughs> so it's like it's crazy but it's all it's all yeah i i no yeah that and, that and that's that was the thing was i think you know it was the first or second night when we were there and uh uh ryan and um eric and i had went over to blake shelton's place old red and we were wait, waiting to get in there, and that you know, there was a crowd in there. There was a band on the stage. There was a girl who was singing, and they were yeah. just just grinding. And we finally sat down at eight, and again, somebody threw must some crazy tip to to play a song, and you know, and she says, "All right, hold on, we're, we're learning a song. This is called the Nashville Audition, you know, because they're learning the song on a fly, right?" And um, yeah. but yeah, that that that's what kind of just amazed you know was made, and, and, and again taking it all in you know, all the different aspects. I really wish I was able to, um, yeah. uh, you know, find some of the original music or some of the, uh, what was it? The, uh, print printers alley. Right. I think you mentioned. Was that the, um, was that the place there? Printers alley is like kind of a little bit off, off of Broadway, right? Printers Alley's awesome. Yeah. So I, I didn't get a chance to make it there. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I left a little bit of room to come back and, just just a little north i guess of broadway right so you hear me would you say you were uh lagging a little bit again like a little lagging all right so uh uh getting there yeah i think you're good now what'd you say (laughs) cool yeah no i was just talking about printer's alley there yeah was it just a little north of Broadway, right? Um, is it north? I feel like it's north. I'm terrible with these kind of directions. I just know that if you walk up across by the river, go up and then make a left on, I forgot what street it is. See, I'm terrible okay. with this, but I know where it is. Yeah, but it, I think it's north. I think it yeah. is a little north. Okay. This is why they don't pay me to do things. Yeah, because I think, my, I think one, one, night, one night, I think I walked all the way down to like – down to the hard rock and then we went down to coyote ugly the one night and um 
So I, yeah. So I know there was a lot of other, other yeah. things. And if you keep out. going, was, I know there was a, that's where printer alleys is. So if that's North, if you pass, if you pass Coyote Ugly and just keep going, that's where you go at printer's alley. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, so yeah, so that was, uh, so you're grind, you know, you're working the grind. So how, how'd you, how'd you, okay. You, you got in the uh, town on. and <laughs> yep. Uh, we lagging that bad, huh? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> is that me? Is that you? Damn Fortnite's. Yep. I think we're good. I don't know who it is. Okay. So so once you once you got into, into Nashville then, how did you kind of establish yourself um, to try to get your foot in the door? Um, it's, it's just like a, <laughs> it's just literally nonstop saying hi to people. Like that's literally all it is. You just have to mm. hi, 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 say hi and tell me when you play. And it's just like, that's all it is. Cause it's like, are you there? Yep. <laughs> We're back. Yep. Gotta love the internet. I think we're good. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's seriously just like going out every single night and every day and just saying hi to people. And then like you, you pick like, you gotta pick less traffic times because if you try to go out to a season on a Saturday night, you're not getting anywhere near the band. So it's like you, you go out on like a Tuesday afternoon to the, to the people playing the 10 a.m. shift to five people. <laughs> and it's like, so you go, you go say hi to them and then you kind of just chat and you say like, oh, you know, I play. And it's actually kind of weird. It actually kind of put me out of my comfort zone like a lot because I'm a very outgoing person. Right. But back home, like the big no-no is you never ask to sit in. Like you never go up to another drummer and say, hey, bro, can I sit in? Like that's like the yeah. big no-no. But here you have to do that. So like – I had this like ingrained into my system. Like you can't go talk to that guy and ask him to sit in. You're going to look like a jerk off, but like here you have to do it. And that's the only way, like, like that's the only reason that that's the only way they're going to know that you play. And that's the only way they're going to know if you're any good, because then from there, they'll take your phone number. Like a million guys can be like, yeah, bro, give me your phone number. They don't know anything about you. Like they, they don't know right. if I started playing two months ago or if I started playing 21 years ago. Like, so you have to like, right. So it, that's literally all it is. And then like, and it was taking a while for it to bite because people here are they're very nice and they're very open. They'll let you sit in, but everyone's kind of like, um, they're kind of clicky and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Cause I get it. Like, you know, most of these bands are hodgepodges of people that just show up and they're like, I'm going to give you Jake on bass. Right. I'm gonna give you this guy on guitar today and you all kind of just show up. Right. No, that, I, I guess what that is that's going that... on. Oh, yeah, I see it pop up. I lost you again. The connection. You good? Hold on, I was losing you again. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just. I'm running. Running this from uh from my phone's hotspot. So. <laughs> we've been. We've been. 
Let me know. You can hear me? <laughs> I don't know what's you happening. You sound like a you sound like <laughs> a Terminator. You're in like slow motion. <laughs> see, I don't see that on my end, so I don't right, know. Maybe it's telling you no. to do the host. Uh, you're still frozen, but I can hear you. No. Yeah, the uh, audio. Well, now you're in slow I, I guess again. for. Yeah. Oh, so, how the audio sound okay? The audio is audio sound okay. How's the, you? Can hear me? Oh, okay. I think I heard, I heard you then. Better. Your picture's still. Is that better? I can hear you. <laughs> okay. For now. Yeah, I, I, I like think. I said, um, your picture's frozen, but well, I can hear you. All right, that's that's good. Um, I know. <laughs> So if, yeah, if you can, yeah, if we, if we, you can hear me, it could, cause one would later when I go ahead and take the audio down to post up for the podcast, that at least it won't be too crazy, but, um, but yeah, the, um, hopefully, hopefully the, yeah, the video and the audio catch up. So yeah, no, I, you're, you're right. As far as, yeah, it is a very territorial thing, you know, uh, you know, like the stepbrothers, uh, movie, right. You know, don't touch my yeah, drums. Yeah. And, it's like, cause you get, yeah, I get it. Like you get a, you get a lineup that works and you want to keep it and I get it. And then, you know, from there, these, each, each person has their own list of people that they'll call after that. So like me coming into town, I met one guy named Matt on bass. He's like one of the, the big dogs here. The guy plays 30 gigs a week. It's crazy. But like he, he oh. told me that him alone, he's got 20 drummers that he calls 20. So I met wow. him and I'm 21 and I'm like, so in order to get with this guy, if he ever needs me, I got to wait till all 20 of his drummers say no, <laughs> unless I can do something really impressive to him and bump me up to maybe like a fifth spot or something. But it's like, right. it's like, I guess I can like share my secret a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of like, if I wrote about it or so whatever, I'll, I can tell you, but like nothing was sticking and it was like so hard to like break into these like I get it. I'm not mad at the people. You know, you have a lineup that works and, and people, other people have told me like, Hey, I would love to call you, but my guy never takes a day off. And I'm like, I get it because we're paying our bills doing this. I wouldn't take a day off either. Like, so I get it. Right. But yep. so like nothing was sticking. I was like, what can I do to get creative? And I'm, I'm a pretty creative person. So I'm like, well, I'm like, I wonder like if I started to create this persona for myself as like I'm already a full-time Broadway musician. So I started approaching people like, oh yeah, you know, you know, I play here and I play over here and I play over here. And the thing was during that time, people started recognizing me and I was covering a lot of pee breaks. So drummers would get up and I'd cover like two songs. So what I would do is I'd have a friend of mine take pictures and video of me covering those pee breaks. And then I put them on Instagram. So then when I would approach these other people and say like, oh yeah, you know, I play at Tootsie's and I play over here, like, and they'll be like, oh sweet, maybe I'll call you. And then they look at my Instagram, I really am playing over there. They just don't know that it's not my gig. Right. So, like, so I was kind of, right. what I was doing is I was kind of like the fake it till you make it approach. Like no joke, right. like probably two to three weeks after I started doing that, everyone like know who I was and people were like oh what's up Shane like people I didn't recognize were like Shane what's up man they were like leaning out the windows as I'm walking up Broadway I'm like I don't even know who that guy is I'm like when I had like bouncers like over at bootleggers like I've been to bootleggers a few times but I've never really played there and this bouncer would like see me he'd be like what's up bro and he'd like give me a hug and I'm like dude I don't even know these people 
But that persona that I was creating for myself was telling people right, that, yeah. like, oh, he plays down here all the time. So that guy, that Chris guy that we saw singing at Rippies, he called me, and he's like, hey, man, can you come do a two to six for me? I don't remember when this was. This was still at the end of last year. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So then he called me, and we did that. It was great. And then he's like, I got a couple more this week. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I played a couple more. And then that third time that we played, he was counting all the money and paying everyone. And um, somebody had asked me, like, oh, so what's your story? You know, how long you been here? Because that guy didn't know who I was. And I told him, I was like, I've only been here for seven, six months, something like that. And I was like, I've never, I'm trying to break into Broadway. And Chris looked up at me with the money and he goes, you just moved here? And I was like, yeah, he goes, dude, I would have called you way sooner if I knew that. He's like, I thought you were playing all the time. I see your face and I just knew who you were. And I'm like, see, it worked. Like the fake it till you make it worked. And it landed me that gig yeah. with him because he thought like already right. that I was already doing this whole thing. <laughs> it was just like, and that's like actually how I really broke into Broadway. So I was like, it was getting annoying, but I'm like, you know what? So many people know my face now and knowing my face is more than half of the battle. So it's like, so I started doing that. It was pretty crazy. And I'm like, so this fake it to you make it can work. <laughs> you do it the right way. And I didn't want to oh, yeah. like fake my way into a gig with like, Thomas Rat or some huge country guy because I can't fake that. But you know, faking my way into three hours of Tootsie's is one thing. But like, so I wasn't getting crazy right. with it. I wasn't like, yeah, I was on tour last summer and like making up a whole bunch of stuff. No, I was just like, yeah, you know, I play over here and I play over here. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely. Yeah, you were definitely. You know, I didn't say fake it till you make it, but. All right, yeah, in embellishing you maybe like, a little, but you were yeah, actually you have to like doing break over right, that. Yeah. You saw it when you were here. You have to break yeah. over that initial, like, very territorial, like, I don't know, you know, I could have been the best drummer in Michigan, but nobody here knows that. So you got to, like, break over. You definitely, yeah, like you said, you, you've got to be you out, out of your, if you're if you're not that type of person, in breaking out of your comfort zone to be very forward, very pushing, very driving, very hustling. Like, yeah, it's hustling, very strange right? culture. Um, it's very different. Like, you know, probably by you too it's all word of mouth you like play a game with this band and like yeah you know my guy could probably cover for you and then that guy calls you without knowing you but here you got to be like in these people's faces very different right it's very right. different and and i and i and as 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 you know you you go you see other bands and musicians playing and um as we're all probably the toughest criti critics of each other um but yet but again nashville you know, party city, bachelorette city, capital of the world, et cetera, is you know, going in there having a good time. But to your point is to the average person who's in there already probably a little bit tipsy, probably okay. wouldn't know the difference if you've missed this or you're a little, a little off and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that was one night, you know, Eric and I, we were sitting over at, uh, I can't remember whichever, whoever it was place. And all of a sudden, there was sirens and lights, and some guy like totally face planted, tripped, oh, yeah. busted up. His, I don't know. It was like a big. It was a bit crazy, but um, but it sounds like it's it's very it's common there. Like, so when I was coming here before I even knew I wanted to move here, I was coming here just like any other person that would come to Nashville. And you like you get here, you go out the first night, then you wake up, and then you got tequila for breakfast, and then you got like margarita for lunch, and then by the time you hit Broadway at three in the afternoon, you're already drunk. And then you stop for dinner and then you drink at dinner. And then after dinner, it's just when it, 
So like by 9 p.m. on Broadway, you're just wasted. But that's what you do like when you come to right. Nashville, like yeah. when you're not trying to move here or whatever, like you wake up and you just drink all day. That's why people are face planting in the street at five in the afternoon. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, you know, comparison to, um, yeah, because I've been to New Orleans only once also before, and that was the same thing. It was like, um, so this is interesting. I don't know if you've, you've caught this, and I'm, I'm kind of getting a little ADHD here, but um, so the Foo Fighters had done a documentary oh, yeah. on highways, HBO. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, that, that, was, that was like, you know, when I saw that, I watched that, and it was like, that is like the one of the coolest you know dave Grohl's like yeah fucking super cool right i mean i mean would dave Grohl be dave Grohl if nirvana was still around and all that you know who knows right but i mean super and um you know that yeah sonic highways just seeing all the things that they were doing traveling in the different cities and the history and it was like really cool i think i'm a closet like history buff and i may have said this on a you know previous show but um but yeah, so when when he they went down to New Orleans, and I hadn't been to New Orleans yet, and I went there for a work trip, and and I knew it was like this is a music place, it's a all that, and it was just like just like Nashville it was like holy shit, there's all this music yeah. and all these people and all this different things, you know. Um, but but at least you know, yeah, Nashville is a little bit cleaner than you know, nicer yeah. than. <laughs> Not to knock New Orleans, but you know we all know that can be you know a little bit. Um, yeah, little I've bit never rougher, been there, but uh, my sister was uh, there in October for her bachelorette party, and and she was like, "Yeah, she's like, you love it, but you definitely belong in Nashville." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, she went. She, you were living in Nashville already, and she went not yeah, to Nashville. My sister, the bachelorette my party. Sister, uh, aside from our looks, you wouldn't even know she's related to me. <laughs> we are so different. <laughs> so different she's not a she can't stand country music and and she doesn't like uh she doesn't like all the basics in nashville all the basic bitches like so so she went to she went to new orleans but yeah we're gonna go she wants to go with me too so we're gonna go back she invited me and i was like i'm not going cool. to your bachelorette party that's weird she's like why and i'm like because you're my little sister i don't want to see what kind of balloons yeah. and stuff they're gonna have for my little sister. yeah la 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah she, she said the same thing she's so like cool. yeah you like go to the french quarter and it's amazing but then like outside the french quarter you're definitely gonna get killed and it's dirty and disgusting but it's like the number two most dangerous city in the u.s yeah Memphis oh wow so so here here you, you know you got in nashville and um so i think so you, you you got two couple I guess projects or you're in bands or what right? So you got your your cover band, um, and then you have your original uh, project because I think you were already doing the yeah. original stuff first before your cover yeah. right? Okay, so yeah, so so talk talk, talk about your that original project that you you got your involvement uh, there first. His name's Ryan. His stage name is Seamus. It's C-I-M-A. Um, he's a hip-hop artist from Fort Payne, Alabama. So about two and a half hours from Nashville, some like little sticks town in Alabama. Um, he has he did really well in Alabama, and he's kind of like me. He's just he's a little older than me, but he's just like me. He's like you know what? He's like 
I got a good fan base. I'm doing great. I've done a bunch of albums here in Alabama. He was doing big shows, like, you know, a thousand people. Like, he can rent out these halls. Huge hundreds of people show up. Be great. And he's just like, I woke up one day and, you know, I want to get my music out there in a different way. And the best way is go somewhere else, relocate. So he just packed up with his wife and they came here. And um, he was uh, he was always doing studio stuff, like drum machines and digital beats and and he recorded one album before he left Alabama with a live band. And it, he said it was the first time he ever performed with a live band. So he got a band in the studio wow. and he recorded the album. And he's like, I was learning so much. He's like, because I'm not used to humans behind me. He's like, I'm used to a click right. track with the most tight beat in the world because it's a computer. And he's like, it was so different. He's yep. like, the dynamic was so different. He's like, I loved it. And he's like, I knew coming to Nashville, I would definitely have human musicians. Um, so then he came here and I responded to one of his Facebook ads and then we met up at Kid Rocks and he liked what I was doing and he hired me and so now we just we, we just released a new single on iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff so it's, it's pretty cool we were doing uh, we got to play the basement which is pretty legendary in Nashville I've had a couple people come up to me and they're like because we were playing that a while ago and they're like you've been in Nashville for eight months and you're already playing at the basement what the hell did you do and I was like <laughs> I just, we got lucky I guess <laughs> Um, I don't know, we weren't, right. obviously we weren't making any money because the original venues like that around here uh, and it's great because I hate the job I've done it before they pay their sound guys really well so the door money is divided between the sound guy and other staff first so sometimes the band is lucky if you get four dollars <laughs> unless you pack wow. the place if you sell the place out you're getting money but the basement's tiny it's, right. it's a literal basement so if you sell it out it's still not a ton of people you know um, but it, it's cool. Yeah, I was doing that. I'm still doing that. Um, he's back in Fort Payne right now. They're having some family troubles, and I think they I think he took a job at Walmart back in Alabama right now because he lives downtown, like oh, right wow. downtown. So you can assume the money he's paying in rent. So there was no way he could be unemployed. But he went back and he's doing that. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and that that's. That, that's 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 i guess the, the tough part of um yeah I, you know i, I guess so, so why everyone says when when you're younger and you responsibilities or, or or being able to do to go and pursue you know chase after things um you know i'm not saying they can't be done but it's definitely yeah it's it's, it's a bit more um uh, you know, challenging, you know, again, I'm sure, you know, like the Johnny Cash movie, you know, as much as, you know, however true it is or whatnot, but yeah, here's, here's touring and you got a family back home and probably providing, but it's, you know, you're, you're not there or this and that. And it's, and, and like you said, it's, you know, uh, playing at all these places down on Broadway is it's quote unquote, you're punching in, you've got a schedule. Yeah. It is a job, right? And I, and I think that's, that's a, that's a tough thing is, you know, at some point, whenever everyone always says, even like sports, once, once is no longer fun, it becomes mm -hmm. work. But as you said, if you do, if you, if you, if you love what you do, it doesn't feel yeah, like work. Exactly. Right? And like, that's my, that's why I said, the only thing I want to do is pay all of my bills by playing music. Cause that's insane to me that you can do that here not only are you playing music, but you're not even playing your music. It's like, you don't even have to think about right. it. You just bust out your 15th rendition of Wagon Wheel in two days. 
but it doesn't even have you can play different every time and it's like because you don't even have to think about it you can just like and you're still paying your rent from it which is crazy to me that's why i was like i gotta i gotta be here because i can just do that it's crazy right. i have fun which is on a side note everyone hates wagon wheel here like that's the song like every musician like any song but wagon wheel which i think is interesting because i can list a whole bunch of other songs that i would rather not play than wagon wheel it's kind of weird. I like playing that song. I don't know. Maybe I haven't been here long enough to really hate it. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to knock the you know um you know the song, but again, it's it's definitely a crowd pleaser. It's one of those, and like you know, even the uh, the little you know he, you know uh, what I don't know our 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 guy you know dad or we call it you know the and a couple of the guys that I used to jam with here in this place and uh you know it was wagon wheel was like my oh man i'm just yeah. not <laughs> wanting to play wagon wheel but again it's like one of those all right yeah we know everybody loves it the yeah. girls like it it's you know it's a hootie song and that was darius rucker you know it covers it you know um you know i don't know because you know me again my my own my own background is a little bit more upbeat i'm like i've never been a big fan of ballads and slower songs and and only and only until recently um started to you know accept or get into or play a bit more country or or really country in general i've never been a, a you know really a country guy you know myself you know but you know, uh, it's funny when I went to you know, we were in, when we were up there in Nashville for the dojo. I went to the rock and you know, well, not rock and roll, the Country Music Hall of Fame, and I'm like, you know, me, I would have thought I would have been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, going visit right. there first, not Country Music Hall of Fame. But you know, I walked around there that last day before I left, and I'm like, there's a lot of so much hit. You know, again, I think like I said, I think I'm a closet history. You know, you know, uh, whatever. And I'm like, there's just so much to it. Just to, it's so interesting to see all this history. And and I was just listening to this week to um, Howard Stern talk about Little Richard and how much you know Little Richard was here in the U.S., but yet how much Little Richard had an impact in the the U.K. with the Beatles and the Stones and all the British invasion, you know. And um, and it's it's really kind of interesting is how everyone has a building block off of everyone else, but yet when everyone says a specific genre of music, it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, well, this guy over here, if it wasn't for this, this wouldn't happen, you know, and this is this, you know, like DNA, yeah. music DNA, right? And it kind of goes back to that whole thing that we're talking about the Sonic Highway with Dave, you know, with the Foo Fighters, and it's like, wow, this is some really cool stuff. But anyway. Um, so yeah, the um, I think again the Nashville stuff was like, like I said I I've, I've, I would have uh, I really totally dug the time being there and just took it all in and did my own little trip and um, so forth. But yeah, so so you so you land in Nashville, you kind of were kind of working your way in. You know, again, it's great. It, you know, you got to do it right. You got to brand yourself. You got to get your elbows in and to, to get up to the table there and start doing it. So. Um, Hold up. The, so, so, oh, am I locking up again? Oh, yep, no, yep, no. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll edit all the. I'll edit all the stuff out. All the, okay. all the weird pauses and breaks. Am I back now? Uh, all right. I think so. Yeah, yep. I can hear you. No, yep. yeah, no. 
All right, you can hear me. All right, so I, I know the audio throws it yeah. off. So I'm, yeah, it, the video and the audio throw it off. Um, but yeah, so um, so you, yeah, so your original project there, SEMA, yep. yep. right? Am I saying it right? Yep. So um, you played the basement, and you said that that was kind of a like, hey, how the heck yeah. did you guys get mm-hmm. in there? And so, and you just released some new yeah, stuff, we right? Yeah, just released a single. So he's got a ton of stuff online, but that's not us. Um, we've only, as a Nashville mm-hmm. band, as his Nashville band, we've only recorded one song. That's the one that we just released. Uh, and so his entire, so his entire band is when he, so is basically all made up of Nashville yeah, musicians. Yeah. He came here and put okay. out that Facebook ad and, and I responded and he got me and then uh, a guitarist had responded and, and I'm not gonna lie, like I'm not a huge hip hop guy. There's some hip hop that I listen to and, and when I, when I heard that he was like a Southern hip hop, um, I don't know if you've ever really heard of like a lot of Southern hip hop, but it is just like bad. And I don't like to, I don't like to be like that because I don't want to hate anybody's crap, but it's definitely not for me. So when I saw like this dude, I'm a Southern hip hop artist. I'm like, Oh God, this is going to be terrible. And I hate to be like that. But like when I heard it, right, because there are some bad ones and you would not believe it. They right. call it hip hop now. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. Hick. And so Hick. I'm like, Oh God, what is this going to be? So I clicked on his link and, and it sounded like a, like, like a really old kid rock, like 1998 vibe. And I was like, Oh, it's, this is actually really cool. So then that's my responded. Yeah. That's how right. I connected. I told him that too. I'm like, dude, when I saw your original post, I thought you were going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up honest. No. Yeah. There's a, um, there's yeah a certain style of oh geez yeah was that the late early 2000s there was a lot of crazy stuff back yeah. in the early 2000s I'm thinking a lot of hip hip you know Cotton Eye Joe and and you know again you know it's like one of those would you rather be somebody who you know came up with a one hit wonder kind of thing and to grow or be a long time musician and hey if you make a hit song that's being played everywhere and everywhere sure but it's yeah it's it's kind of interesting because there's a uh, buddy of mine um again because of this whole pandemic thing and social distancing i you know um have you know i've said over the last few episodes or shows is the whole intent about this podcast was to sit down here face to face fit you know close proximity chat with people you know and you know most of it as i started off and then I only got like two episodes in and then lockdown happened. People were uncomfortable about being right around each other. And now, okay, I'm now moving, shifting to online much sooner yeah. than I thought it was. So there was one, one uh, buddy of mine here in uh, South Florida and uh, Royal Ruckus is his, uh, his hip hop uh, band group. And they, they're based out of originally from uh, California and it, it's a Christian hip hop and uh so you know he's you know we've 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 we met up a few years back and he's had a you know i've played a couple times with him at live and it's like i said it's a uh it's a different yeah. feel right as a, as you mentioned with with uh sema is playing live and there's mm-hmm. a different energy than just playing maybe uh, you know rapping yeah. to a backing track or or whatever not having other musicians behind you it definitely brings a different energy so uh, but yeah, yeah no that's, it's uh, funny that's, rehearsing no, with him too because he doesn't like really understand the whole like music thing because he's never he's just a hip hop dude he's used to a computer so like he'll be like 
Jack, our guitarist, to be like, Jack, can you like do like this? And he doesn't know like any of the terms. So it's kind of funny. He'll be like, can you like make that one sound and like make it do this? And like, I think it might be a different note. Or are we on, are we late in the beat? Like he doesn't know like what, because he's, he's never talked to musicians before. So it's kind of fun, kind of a right. new experience for everyone. Cause we're like teaching him, but also like he's like, it's just fun. It's fun, right. fun group to be in. Yeah. And it's good for someone like me or you on the drums. Cause hip hop, it might be like rockier hip hop and kind of like laid back, kind of like kid rock, but it's still hip hop. So you right. gotta be like right there. There's no, there's no like, you know, Led Zeppelin, I'm gonna drop a couple notes here and there and it's fine kind of thing. It's hip hop, so it is. Right. It's good for our chops. <laughs> right. Yeah, because there was a couple of uh, performances that where we, in, like he, he would normally play a solo rap, you know, rap, mm-hmm. and then he has the tracks that he would rap over. So he'd have his own backing track, right? Let's say. Um, and then when I've come in and played and it's like, I've got to hear, you know, I've got to hear that backing track because if I can't hear the music, I can't at least try to play to that. So now it's like a weird thing is the, the yeah. who's following who you're not following me. I'm following. Well, you are, but cause I'm here live, but I'm following the music and it's, so it's definitely, you know, I over the last probably, five years yeah playing different genres being a little bit more open probably like yeah i'd say later in my as i've gotten older i've been a little bit more open to different things um been more of a kind of a you know more of a rock guy but yeah but yeah i i think that's like you said you know you, you've got your you know, you're probably more of a rock guy definitely doing a lot of you know doing your original project and then now you're coco coco what's that am i saying it right coco bash nash I'm totally butchering it. I know, right, right. So, so what? So, what's your what's your uh, Nashville Broadway band? Sorry, you cut out that last one. What did you say? Did you ask me something? Yeah, yeah. So your original your original band there. So Coco, the Nash, Nash. yeah, Nash Bash. Yeah. So yeah, we. Uh, you just want to know like a little bit about that? Yeah, we kind of. Uh, our, the guitarist Sean. I met Sean. Uh, I don't know a while ago now. I want to say probably close to five months ago now. And he and he had um, just moved to Nashville. This is I didn't mention this earlier. This is kind of like another way I was kind of breaking into Broadway. Is um, every Saturday from two to six, Tootsie's holds uh, live auditions. So you just go and you sign up on the list, and then the band will call you up and you play with the band. And and they advertise it like I don't want to sound like I'm talking bad about anybody, but they advertise it as like a and everyone thing so if you're a bassist you can come in and sign up and i'm gonna come play bass but they really don't let instrumentalists play that often unless they really have a lot of time they're they just want singers and i was like okay well so no i was showing up every saturday to show my face even though everyone kind of already knew who i was so i was showing up every saturday because i I wanted to get hired in you know if i can get fully hired in without having a band then they can just freelance me without me doing all the work, you know? But anyway, so I would show up every Saturday and then and like, I wouldn't even sign up to play. I would just sit there just to make sure everyone still saw me there. And so what I started doing is I started treating it as my own networking event. So what I would do is start talking to anybody that was auditioning. Cause most of the time these people are auditioning cause they're new in town and they want to start playing. So they audition, which means they don't know anybody yet. So I'm like, 
well, I'm going to jump in and grab these people. Anybody that I like, I'm going to jump in, grab them, give them my Instagram. And like, hey, you're going to need a drummer. So call me. I'm like, Tootsies will give you a drummer. But if you already have your own, you can tell them that and you can break. Then, you know, they'll let me come in. So I started doing that and, and I met Sean and Sean was like, we just vibed immediately. We're like, dude, we just want to make him and his wife are there. And, and, and we were all talking. And I was like, I just want to play, man. I just want to pay my rent. He's like, yeah, me too. And he's like, I want to make all the woo girls go crazy. And I was like, yes. I was like, yes, that's yes. So let's do this. So him and I started kind of hanging out and talking. And then I, we needed a basis. So I actually asked him if, if he'd be cool with my guy from the original band coming in. And he's like, yeah, bring him in. So then we started practicing as a trio. And um, obviously you've seen it. You can assume they want a girl. They want you to have a girl right. if you can find a girl. So we started getting on the hunt for a girl. And we're like, let's go to Tootsie's, man, next Saturday. Let's go. Let's see who auditions. And then we saw the girl that we got with us now. And she had, like, great, great voice. But what I liked about her is she had the presence and this is the thing, like, not to trash talk anybody, but there are great voices out there, but there are some that are just like, they've kind of given up, you know, great voice, but they're kind of just like, man, whatever, I'm going to have my shifts anyways, I'll make my money, you know, but she came in and she was like right. climbing on stuff and pointing at the crowd and, and shouting for cheers. And I was like, that's what we need because we need someone that's going to match the rest of our energies. So we grabbed her and she's like, yep. I just moved here like two weeks ago. Let's do this. <laughs> So we grabbed her and then, and then we went back a few weeks later and auditioned as a whole band. And then they hired the whole band, which is pretty cool. Wow. So like, it took, took a long while for me to get in the books, but I'm finally in there. So I was, I mean, I was gigging before that, you know, people were coming to me for shifts, but I was right. never officially on the books quite yet. Cool. So what, so when did, when did, it, when did that um, all come together? We officially together? got hired two weeks. I think it was two weeks before the lockdown. <laughs> So, oh, wow. so we did, okay. what did we do? We did, I think we did three gigs and then they closed down. So, wow, so okay. it sucks. But, and, and, and actually before, I mean, before that happened, I was still, that was my job. Like I, I radio station stuff. I'm right. sure you're asking about that in a little bit, but that was still my job. So I was still full-time playing for when people called me. But as far as like my own full-time Broadway band, that was the first one finally. And we get three in and they shut down. <laughs> It, it sucked but actually this is kind of a funny story i actually got fired from a job here for playing on broadway actually yeah you i heard you say really? it earlier like yeah you know you went to nashville you went all in and i did go all in i went all in whatever i need to do which was like i think this was the fourth gig that i played with chris the guy that you saw he called me and he's like uh, can you, I need you tomorrow, Kid Rock, so you're available. Well, I, was, I had this part-time job three days a week. And I was a delivery driver for, like, jails. Um, it was only three days a week, but he's like, I need you tomorrow. Can you play? I'm like, yeah. Well, I was supposed to work with the other, the jail. This is what I'm here to do, so I didn't think about the jail. I was like, I'll be at the gig, whatever. So I went into the office, and I kind of told him, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I'm like, this is, you know, what I came here to do. So I definitely can't work tomorrow because I got this gig. And I was like, he kind of mentioned that he might have a couple more during the week too. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to take them. And I was like, so I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to work. And they were pretty much like, he was like, well, I can't have you on my staff like that. <laughs> so, so boom, fired. Uh, I like to tell people that I'm like, I came here all in, man. Like I got fired from a 
a job yeah. to do this. So, but yeah, and it was a few weeks later that the Nash Bash formed anyway, so it was okay. But for a while there, I was like, oh man, I just got fires. <laughs> yeah, especially the first time. Hey, it, it, yeah, it, it adds, it adds up to the whole story, right? You know, it's yeah, uh, exactly. it, it adds it the first experience, time, right? It was the first time in 30 years that I've ever actually been let go. I normally just quit jobs. So I was like, this is a first all the way around. <laughs> wait, 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 this is, this doesn't feel like the dumpy and the dumper, right? right. But no, I mean, yeah, but, but I mean, that says something about you, you know, Shane is you, you were upfront and here's, here's what it is. That's what and, I said. And I was, hey, sometimes I, told him, I was like, and I want to tell you to your face. I'm like, you know, I'm a good dude. I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, like, you know, this is what I came here to do and I'm all in. So I'm doing it. Right. So, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> interesting little side story. <laughs> but yeah, so then. So yeah, so, so, so this, so this band here, three, three yeah. gigs in, then we go to COVID shut down. So how are you, how are you guys trying to keep the, the, the ball rolling or yeah. are you, well, uh, you know, again, you, you know, know what we really can for like that. I mean, we're starting to open up. I don't know what Florida's like, but Nashville reopened uh, on Monday actually. So like Broadway's open. Um, it's like half capacity and there are no bands, which I find kind of strange. Cause I'm like, who's hanging out on Broadway when there's no music. And they're like, Oh, you know, cause live music is phase three of Nashville's reopening and we're in phase one. I don't think it's going to last much longer because why are you going to keep these bars like Tootsie's open? Like nobody goes to Tootsie's for a nice sit down dinner. You know, you go to Tootsie's right. because there's music. Right. And if you want to treat these places like restaurants and only have people at tables, that's fine. You got to give them a band though. Like you, you can so right. distance, just close so, the dance floor, you know, like. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I get, yeah, I know that's, that's the, you know, here in Florida, they op- they started opening back up certain things, distancing quarter. I think they've got to do twenty five percent, you know, uh, allowance to oh, inside the restaurants and and some some places where they um, are shifting tables to like outside. Some places where they're they're wanting to kind of shut down the street to allow people to kind of you yeah. know set up tables in the, in the road, you know, in certain areas where you typically have a lot of foot traffic anyway. Um, and in like Monday, the beaches in Palm Beach County opened back up. And so, yeah, there's a lot of change, you know, there's a lot to that. And you're, you're right. It, it's how do you, how do you, how does the state, I'm sure each state is looking at how do you each business adequately, um, make people feel safe, secure, et cetera, because you're, you're like, I'm sure you heard the whole story. It was like, you know, uh, Mardi Gras, right? It's like, hey, let's uh, let's all go down to Mardi Gras. And again, this is before things kind of like started getting really locked down. You had all these people go to Mardi Gras and it's like, okay, yeah, everyone's on top of each other. Boom, one person, right. pass, pass. Like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Louisiana finds out they're like a boom of, you know, uh, illnesses. And um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, everyone's got to you know want to try to you know mitigate their liabilities and 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 so forth. But yeah, you're you're right. I mean, I'm surprised that why Nashville maybe didn't look at just really shutting down that section of Broadway 
like they do after the the pan the, the predators game um from you know right there at legends all the way down to the river and just say we're gonna shut it down we're gonna do the music and you know but that's the whole part is everyone's in there listening to music everyone's all close everyone's all it's weird i just don't like as a nashvilleian as a tennessean i just don't think it's gonna last much longer there's no way that music's gonna be put off till phase three because you have to like nashville is so crowded in general that like there's a burger place over across the bridge in east nashville that i love going to but i've waited an hour to get into that place with no virus and no tourists just in slow season like so right. what's gonna happen now like you can only do half capacity for so long and then when people start traveling again because there are people traveling my apartment's called airbnbs and there are girls coming in and out so like the more people that get down the broadway and the sidewalks start getting packed again like if it's before phase three i guarantee the bands are gonna start playing again there's no way right yeah, so I, I think a couple of weeks ago, or well, maybe a month ago now, is I saw that the governor of Nat or Tennessee had basically was, I don't know, pleading is the right word, but asking people, hey, with your government money that you're getting from you know from the president or whoever, contribute that to the Nashville yeah. musicians because this is the livelihood, right? This is what makes Music City. This makes, um. Without that, there there's the, the tourism, et cetera, et cetera, right? And this is the livelihood. So, um, so I don't know if you you've kind of ex, you know experienced that, or talked to other folks about that. Is and again, I have no idea how that money would flow anyway. Yeah, right? But I'm on just regular unemployment because they approved um, self-employed people to to get the unemployment. So there were like a lot of funds, and there's like a there's like a honky tonk school relief fund that every time uh, Tootsie's does a live stream you've probably seen it on their facebooks and kid rocks and stuff all that money is going to go to the honky tonk relief fund i have zero idea how okay. that's going to get dispersed i don't know if they're gonna at the end of it they're just gonna take the pool of money and just give it to every band and then like right. they're the leader of every band and then a singer can pay for a band you know i don't know how it's gonna work i have no idea but i'm currently getting right. regular unemployment so i'm okay right now but uh yeah, I sidetracked anyways, but yeah, so we're, we're kind of like doing what we can right now. So Sean, our guitarist works in the medical field. So obviously he's been insanely busy. Um, he works remotely. He, he does something with like hospital beds and like prepping rooms and stuff, but he can do it remotely. But so many people need so many rooms that he's just working all the time. So we haven't had any real right. rehearsals, but um, Courtney, our singer will say, Hey, I just added 10 more. 10 more songs to the list so let's you know let's learn those so we're learning on our own <laughs> but we haven't rehearsed and i mean I'm, I'm playing every day and i'm trying to stay creative and making videos and stuff but that's kind of how we're doing it right yeah. now like we're just separately learning songs and then once everyone wants to come back together we'll rehearse them so yeah that that that's something here like in florida you know they're they've started opening up some of the places restaurants that and especially play some music, you know, you know, I've got a few friends here that are full-time musicians as well. And, um, um, some are, you know, in, in different, whether their capacities of, uh, full, 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 full band, the soloist, et cetera, is, um, yeah, it, it's, this really hits a livelihood. And, um, but how does, how does everyone, how is music going to come back? Like, day one on Broadway 
we, we expect because I think you all, you know everyone there that plays on Broadways or professional musician is mm-hmm. and in that the music's not going to suck, right? Hey, we've been gone for two months and we haven't played. We may have played, you know, practice, keep up chopping individually, but here's how a full band now comes together, right? Because you have now you've been away from each other for a while. Um, so, so it sounds like you guys actually haven't been able to get together, right? Actually, physically in the same place not, to practice. No, right? not unless at least probably longer. Than yeah. Yeah, yeah March, know, since I, March, I, right? You know, some people have different feelings about the whole thing in general. I'm, I'm more chill about the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, you know what? If you want to hang out, I'll hang out. It's whatever. I'm not, you know, get away from me. Six feet, you know, I'm not, you know, I know it's a real thing and I know the severity right. of it, but I'm also, you know, not going to not live my life. Um, some of the other people in the band, right. it's totally nothing against them, but they're a little, they have different ideas. They're like, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Like I'd rather yeah, right. stay away from yeah. you for now. And I'm like, dude, that's totally cool. Like, if you want to do something, though, let me know because I'll be there. Like, I'm not bothered by the whole thing. So we haven't practiced together in quite a while. Um, so, right. so it should be interesting. But the good news is, like, it's cool learning all these extra songs. So when we jump back into practice, it's going to be a full new practice. Uh, it'll be at least 30 new songs. That's a whole set right there. Like, great. Yeah. So the with so you're you know so you've been working on your your at home practicing so forth. Did the videos that you've been posting uh, cover stuff that you've been playing is that just recent due to the lockdown or you've been kind of doing that? Um, I've always I've always kind of done that. I have a YouTube channel with like. A lot of covers on there and stuff um i haven't done it in a while just because i've also been so busy here like i didn't even have like the only when when things were going i was only home for a couple hours at a time so like i didn't, i had enough time to like come home and, and if someone called me from broadway they're like here's my set list get ready for tomorrow like i'd have a come i'd have time to come home and quickly play through 40 songs that I got to try to learn in 24 hours and then but and then go back out and then back out again. So it's like now I have so much time and, and, and I'm more of like a I'm more of like an entertainer versus like just a drummer. Like some of these dudes here are insanely talented. It's actually another guy from Michigan here. Unbelievably talented. Like some of the stuff I watch him do, I'm like, are you a robot? Like what are you doing? But like guys like him, it's great because it's the thing, they're like chops guys. So like they get on Facebook and they do, right. you know, Jojo Mayer's Lick of the Day Challenge, like that kind of stuff. And, it, and that's great and that's awesome. But I've always seen myself as more like an entertainer. So I'm like, if I'm trying to promote myself, like the general public is not going to want to watch me play Jojo Mayer's Lick for three straight minutes to a, to a weird time signature click track. Like they don't want to see that and it's fine. So like that's why I've been, that's why I've been doing kind of the stuff I've been doing because I've been getting a lot of hits on them right. too because people are like, well, this is cool. How are you doing this? Like, you know, I just felt like that's just me. That's me personally. I'm more of like an entertainment guy versus just like watch me play in, in 12-8 for five minutes. You know? So, so once, once you get back to um, quote unquote normal and getting out there gigging again, things settle down and whatnot, do you look to keep 
doing the videos. Yeah, I probably will. I won't do near as much, near as many of them. And, and honestly, I'm probably right. going to delete quite a few of them off my Instagram when things go back to normal, just so that like when I meet more people downtown, you know, when they check my Instagram, they're not going to see just 50 cover videos. <laughs> like I'd rather, I'd rather like my top <laughs> videos be like me playing live. So I'm probably going to delete yeah, like, a lot right. of them when it goes back to normal, but I'll probably right. do them like maybe once a week, once every two weeks or something. No, I, and I think that's, I think it's good because I don't know if you caught um, the, the last podcast uh, with uh, Dave Bloom. I did miss that drummer. one. I know who he is for, from online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, great. You know, again, I've, you know, he's, he's somebody, you know, I've, I've watched, followed, listened, you know, checked out videos and, um, and some of his stuff that he does daily. daily. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think that, that's, that Ryan, or Ryan, oh my God. So, again, <laughs> All right, lay in the rum, right, right there, right, Shane, right, yeah, Shane, Shane uh, is um in Nashville. I took away from, it's musician first, and then band yeah. and everything else stuff. Sec, you know, next, right? So, um, so yeah, so I mean, maybe that's still you're 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 still you know you're creating you know your your brand individual brand, but yet still keeping your other projects and, and you know uh, the original and the cover band stuff yeah because that's exactly so, like if you want more work that's what you have to do you have to keep yourself going because i'll promote obviously i do i promote both bands and i share all of our stuff but you have to promote yourself too because like when i meet new people the first thing that they always ask is like oh yeah you know i i like what you're doing and they're like so what are your uh what are your regular broadway shifts like what's your availability that's the first thing you always ask so you have to like be open with yourself like oh you know i got a every saturday from two to six with this band every tuesday from 10 to two with this band so that they want to know like they want to know your personal availability so you got to like have your right right yeah, that that's a because yeah, because I so yeah, so keep going, keep going, because there was um, uh, and then a couple podcast upcoming podcasts, um, you know, we're working on scheduling up a couple other. Um, I'm sure you you know, you, you know you're you're familiar with oh, yeah. Drumio, uh, but a couple guys that are a couple Drumio uh, alums um, that I'll probably be you know you know hooking up with, but. You know, again, everyone's you know their own got their own brand, their own thing, and so forth. But yeah, hope hopefully, yeah, you keep up the uh, the drum videos and so forth. Because again, you know, if you're getting good traction on on what you're doing individually and and so forth, that's definitely uh, uh, it's just cool. Good, I thought it was you know. kind of cool too. Like people, my music taste is like I'm definitely a rock guy, but I'm all over the place. So I think like doing a lot of these videos, and people are like, I didn't know Shane. I did like I did the to find young cannibals one day and like that was a great album like from the 80s that british right. or whatever they were from the 80s people were like yeah what is it? fine young cat like shane's usually listening to rob zombie like where did this fine young cannibals come from and i was yeah like, yo hey, hey shane were you, were you born then yeah. <laughs> the tail on. So, no i was born in 89 yeah. so <laughs> okay it, right, yeah right yeah that's right no I, I remember, no, I remember that song when I was in high school. So, yeah, you know, I like, show my age. Like, what? 
like where did that come from and i'm like yeah yeah this is it's just cool like and i'm a big george michael fan so like people see the wham one and they're like what is this james wearing like right. leather jackets and sleeveless shirts and like put up a george michael video <laughs> but i love it i'm a huge george michael fan like that's why it's just I, i've been having fun doing them and and i don't play the whole song you know so it's just you right. know i do like 40 seconds and people like it you know it's cool you know, I and that and that's that's the interesting thing is right is being a, being a rock guy or any for any and for anyone is a, a whatever the genre guy to being able to being comfortable with oh, all the doing different all things all right. right yeah you're coming back all right yeah so so you know being comfortable with doing different things um, again. Uh, for for me, you know, only late and again, I know you 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 definitely hear this, you know, obviously where you're at is, um, you know, like Tennessee whiskey, right? Yeah. Huge song, right? You know, and again, it's like everybody wants to hear it. it's a song, and and that, you know that took me a little bit. Again, I've I've kind of finally starting to kind of opening up a little yeah. bit more country and a little bit more, but I'm also I'm a, I'm with you there about being a rock guy too. So, but um. But yeah, I, I think you know being a very ver well versed to be able to play different things is probably very yeah, important. it helps. Definitely yeah. helps. You don't want to, so, you know. I heard one guy say that you know you don't you want to do it too much because then you try to you get stuck in a situation where you definitely shouldn't be there. Like you don't want to go out and you're like, right. yeah, I'm a gospel guy, I'm a rock guy, I'll play what you need me to play. Let's do it. And then you get there and it's like a crazy gospel beat, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> and like so you, you want to be well versed right. too. I try to be well versed to like an extent. Because I'm not a full-on country drummer either. Like I can play it, you know. I, I play through the Broadway classics, the standards, but I don't want some like label artist to to hire me like they're hiring a great country drummer, and it's not like that's not me. Right. <laughs> so you got like, you got to have your own. So stage. so yeah. Right. So so yeah. So so what 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 has been since you've been in Nashville? What has been your um holy shit starstruck oh. you know hey oh my god kid rock just came into his own place and i'm up on playing drums in his bar and that's whatever my, you that's know. my main you goal so it's to be to be on that main <laughs> stage one night when he shows up and jumps on and sings i don't he only does it with with like there's one band that's he's really close with and he'll he normally does it with them so i don't know if it'll ever be us but that's like my goal especially i'm a huge kid rock fan and you know Born in Michigan, it's in our blood too. Right. So it'd just be super cool. I have this shirt too that says "Made in Detroit" and it's got a picture of Kid Rock's face in it. So like, it would just be so cool if I'm playing, wearing that shirt on the night he shows up. Like, it would just be super cool. But uh, no, I, it's crazy. I actually really haven't had like a huge starstruck moment yet. I haven't like there, I've met uh, through like the radio stuff. I've met like a good chunk of the Predators. Um, I've met some Predators alumni. Um, I've met a lot of guys downtown just playing at Tootsies and stuff that were touring with Tanya Tucker and, and Tyler Farr and Dirk Bentley. Like, so you meet like a lot of the, the, you know, when you, when you see Dirk Bentley, you don't know his band. You just know Dirk Bentley. So right. like, you're, I'm not like starstruck by these guitarists, but I think it's totally badass that like, man, he played with Dirk Bentley for 12 years. That's crazy. Dirk Bentley mega star right. like so it's cool but you're not starstruck by them because you don't really know who they are um i think right. the closest 
I mean, Jim was a huge deal. But again, if right, you're yeah. not a drummer, you have no idea who he is. Because if you look at promo pictures of Rascal Flatts, Jim's not there. <laughs> so so right. he's a giant right. in the drumming community, but he's another guy that, unless you're a drummer, you don't know who he is. Um, so yeah. uh, I think my closest so far is, I don't know how much country you follow, but uh, I don't know if you know who Kit Moore is. Um, he's not ginormous. He's famous enough. He's big enough. He doesn't have any, you'd probably like him. You should check him out. He's got like a real heartland sound, like a Cougar Mellencamp kind of sound as far as country goes. Okay. Um, but I recently found out that him and I go to the same dog park and I saw him there a few times and I wasn't a hundred percent sure that was him yet. Cause I'm like, eh, it looks a lot like him, but I haven't seen him in a while. In a video or anything, so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he posted a promo pic for his new song. And I was like, Yep, it's him. Right. It's only him. And he's like my favorite country artist. So now I'm starstruck and I haven't even seen him again yet. So like, next time I see him at the dog park, I'm going to make sure my dog runs up to his dog. Because that's kind of crazy because people ask me like, what is like your dream gig? And I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be amazing to like play Bridgestone or something. But like him, it's actually him. He's like my dream country gig. Like, cause it's like, it's like a table, right, right. but it's not like way over the top. Like trying to shoot for Garth Brooks' right. band. Like you know, <laughs> you can't beat those guys. But like, right? He's it, like it, capable it, enough. Like you it, work it, your way up, you could get him. You know. So it's kind of makes me right. starstruck because I'm like, it's my favorite country artist, and he's like my dream country gig. And we go to the same dog park. <laughs> like that's pretty cool. So I'll be waiting <laughs> to see him. But other than that, I haven't had like I heard a. Uh, over in the West End of Nashville, like near Belmont University. Uh, there's a coffee house over there that I really like, Bongo Java. I've heard Taylor Swift goes in there. And I've also heard Nicole Kidman reads her scripts in that coffee shop. So oh, wow. I could be, I love Nicole Kidman. So, <laughs> so I could be starstruck <laughs> by her one day soon. Never know. But yeah, it's crazy. You think, like I've, I've seen pictures. I feel like I always miss everybody by like a day. Because, like, John Party is, like, another really big country star right now, and he's always at Tootsie's, just hanging out, singing, and it's always the day after I'm there. Like, my friends would be like, oh, John Party right. jumped in with the band tonight, and I'm like, ah, the day, a the day after I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that, I, I, you know, that was something I was thinking about. Okay, never been to Nashville, not been a country guy, and being up there in December, it, it was like some of that stuff started clicking, right? It was, oh, this guy who drums and this band is sitting in, you know, today over here or filling in because all the musicians come home, all the musicians come home yeah. for the weekend, right? Or, or for yeah. the, the holidays. So like, you know, um, with Jim, you know, I guess back in town, you know, they're off the tour um, and you know, he's doing a couple of things here and there or, you know, with Craig, you know, he, you know, I stopped by, I saw Craig play just before I, I had, you know, flew back home uh, playing at Legends. And then I saw um, uh, who he was playing with was a um, uh, uh, musician, Grace Mayer and, you know, super great voice, you know, and, uh, but again, like I said, I, everyone kind of fills in or, or like I said, you know, they kind of, you know, know each other to, Hey, I'm playing here and you pick up gigs and, but you know, so yeah, so it's definitely a, and, and then I think even it's weird because when we went up to the dojo there and 
realized, oh, okay, that's uh, that's Nashville yeah. suburbs. And I think even Garth has a, a place up in that area. And, you know, because I remember seeing something, they mentioned, you know, uh, Goodlitzville. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, I was there. You know, it's it's like really weird. And, um, but yeah, no, that, that I mean, I guess it's, you know, kind of cool. Again, when you're, when you're in the scene, you're around it and you're seeing it and, 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 or, you know, whether the Blake Shelton show up or the Kid Rock show up and, you know, or whatever the case may be, it's, um, yeah, I'm sure it's probably a pretty, pretty cool, yeah, pretty waiting, cool thing. So I was waiting for Kid Rock to show up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll try to, you know, I'll try to put a good word in here. He, he's got a house here in Jupiter, you know, in the, the area here that, yeah, you'll probably get a kick out of this. So the story, the story goes that, from my understanding, is um, he's got a house here over on over on the beach side here, and uh, he painted a big American flag on the garage, and I guess that didn't quite fit the code of uh, city, you know, whatever you want to call it, right? And uh, they're like, yeah, you can't put a big American flag on the garage door because it doesn't, you know, HOA whatever. Yeah. And you know he went and paid the fine for the rest. Paid, went and paid the fine for the rest of year and say, "Yeah, I'm going to leave the flag up here. Here's the fine for the rest." Of the <laughs> you know, so yeah, that yeah I'm like, all right, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking cool, right? You know, he's an American badass, right? That's it. That's who uh -huh. he is, right? And uh, so, um, no, um, but yeah. So even 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 irony is, you know, when when in Nashville was talking about um, being over at. Um, Alan Jackson's place and in the back way back in the bar and some big neon sign that said square grouper and I said to Eric uh, you know uh, who was with us I said hey I said you know I know you don't get it you know I said but the funny thing is about that sign back there that said square grouper is the where they shot that five o'clock somewhere video here in the town that you know I'm living in right and this is where that so Jimmy Buffett shot the whole video. Alan Jackson shot the video here in this this place here called Square Grouper in Jupiter, um, where I live. And I said, again, most people, you know, they wouldn't know it. You know, they may not know. They've probably seen the video, not probably put two together. But again, you know, locally here is like this is the place where Alan Jackson shot that video. And Jimmy Buffett, you know, called Square Grouper. So. Um, yeah. So, again, there, there was a lot of interesting little you know tidbits and stories and so forth. All right. So, so you talked about the radio station, yeah. right? So, are you yeah, are you still yeah, at the I'm station? Employed. We're not working, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I'm employed. Pretty much the only people working right now on at the radio station are the on-air personalities, and that's just because the radio station's still on air, obviously. Um, but Haley, right. the, the on-air girl that I normally work with, I'm I'm usually like most of the time when she's doing an on-site broadcast, I'm usually her her uh, her tech. So I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that like sets okay. up the equipment and stuff with her. Um, but even she's broadcasting from her bedroom because that's what people don't realize about radio is that you, know, you, you just need a laptop. You don't need the whole board and all this stuff. Like it's funny. You just record right. what you need to say into your laptop and send it right over to the station. And it's like, boom, you're on air. Um, but she, so she's even at home. So the station's not even open except for except for oh, wow. I'm sure like high level management and, and obviously the producers, somebody has to be in the room 24 seven. So there's that, but none of us, right. like cause I'm on the, I'm on the promotions team. We're not working cause there's no events. So we probably won't be working for a while because our big thing is concert season and we're not going to have concerts. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the big thing is I think everyone's like, you know, yeah. How do I? Everyone's jonesing because again, music concerts and festivals and whatnot. And just last, so I guess now we're this weekend. So last weekend would have been the the rock uh, Welcome to Rockville in Daytona. You know, I had had my tickets and you know and so forth, and it's like, yeah, it's like okay. You know, Metallica was supposed to perform at the uh, Daytona Speedway, and nope. Now that's all. Yeah, it's. I mean, it probably won't be like that for for probably probably. At least to the end yeah, of the year, know, right? Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, I don't know. So it's like people are like Nashville's hurting so hard from the concert economy, and I'm sure they are. But I know that when Nashville is like open again, it's gonna be packed here because people are gonna be like, "Let's yeah. get out of quarantine. We're going to Nashville. Let's do yeah. it. Let's get out of here." And it's an easy trip. It can be cheap for people, and it's a central location, so it's a it's an easy drive from Florida. It's an easy drive down from Michigan. Like it's very central for a lot of places. It's only four hours from Chicago. Like, so it's like, people are going to flood here. I guarantee people are like, Broadway's going to be dead for a while. I'm like, no, it's not. You put all these bands back in there and say, we're open. It's going to be packed. I guarantee yeah. it. All the best rap parties that had to postpone, they're going to be here. I guarantee it. No, yeah, it's definitely gonna be like a gangbuster uh, approach. Once the dam opens up, it's just gonna be crazy. Because, yeah, like you said, everyone's been all cooped up in their houses, and you know, everyone's itching. You know, and you know, I I know for myself is you know my job, you know, my day day job is, you know, you you know, I go to work every day. I go in the office, and you know, and there's you know you know yeah you, you can take a vacation but a day off or but what are you really you're not really taking a right. trip or travel or whatever so I, once things kind of open up is like yeah everyone's gonna go crazy which will you know some say we will end up swinging back you know taking a big step backwards you know but yet everyone's kind of itching to go i think back, it's gonna be you know. it's gonna be yeah. like i mean miami Nashville and Vegas. Like when it opens back up, people are going to be like, let's go to the beach. We're going to Miami. Or they're going to be like, let's go to Nashville or Vegas, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So who knows? I think Vegas will yeah. be open too. I saw a lot of trash talking online about them, but uh, yeah, who knows? I don't know. It's just like, it sucks for people like me too. Cause uh, we're just like, so extroverted that like and I live alone too so it's just like me and the dog and I'm like oh I just want to go like I want to go to happy yeah. hour and I want to like just sit outside <laughs> and just talk to people and it's like I'm going to Walgreens because I got I got asthma so I've got to pick up my inhalers all the time and, and like you go into Walgreens and everybody's talking to anybody that will talk to you because it's just like humans yeah. <laughs> like come here yeah it's right. It, it's it's a social right. We're we're social creatures. There's a yeah right. You know, if you're introverts, you may not. But you know, if you're extroverts, extroverts are probably having the most trouble with this because you 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 crave the the interaction, the the you know the happy hours of the things or talking to people, you know like this right you know so um you or like everyone's been doing like these virtual happy hours too. So but yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I hate to say it is like, you know, I think back back to nine eleven, you know, it's we're not going back to normal. You know, normal was as far as far as what we think is 
end of yeah. February. You know, before things you know started really ramping, you know, rank we were wrapping down with us. Um, our normal will yeah. be a new normal. Yeah, it's gonna be um, we'll, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we will be wearing masks. You know, here in Florida, they started finally opening yeah. up restaurants. Like I said, and um, but you know, with this different seating and capacity and so forth, and or or dropping food off, you know, to pick up and so forth. And, sure, like, and there are a lot of people too that are just totally like just over it too. Like I, I went, we're not we're not forced to wear a mask in Tennessee. They say that you should wear a mask, but I, I don't. And like if someone like I'm gonna get my hair cut, they told me I had to, so I was like, okay, obviously I will. I'm not gonna yell at the staff for making me wear a mask, but um. Like I, I told right. you earlier, I'm, I'm moving during all this. So I went and told right. uh, the apartment that I'm getting today. And she's like, come on, you know, I'll show you the, the open unit. And she had a mask on and, and Courtney from the band came with me too. And she was like, are you going to be weird if we don't wear masks? And the girl like lifted up her mask and she was like, I don't really care. <laughs> so it's like, she's only wearing the mask because the company's forcing her to. Because people are just done with it, especially in Nashville. People are young no. in Nashville. Yeah. We're extroverts. We like social. Like Nashville, it's weird because Nashville is so bustling, twenty four seven. Something's always happening, and now it's just nothing. So right. like we're all in the house. Like oh my god. Right. Yeah. You go on yeah. Time, I mean, I, it's crowded somewhere. You know, it just never stops. Well, dude, I, I it's 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 crazy because like they, they've showed like the Weather Channel today showed shots of. Miami Beach, and it's like, yeah, the beaches aren't open yet, you know, and that's a huge yeah. thing. And, and in here, in, here in Florida, we've been like, I think the whole month of April was like, un, you know, really higher temperatures and heat, you know, dry, you know, it was like been crazy. And you know, um, and you know, for myself, it was like, no, I was worried about, you know, a, a pool, and do I go and put a pool in because I'm just mentally thinking I'm going to be trapped yeah. down. And, and can't go to the beach and, and things and so forth. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, but to your point, it's, it's like today, like, you know, I just picked up some, you know, food at a restaurant and, you know, and there's people sitting in these restaurants and I'm like, wow, you know, there's people yeah. that wear masks. Their servers are, the yeah. servers are, um, but the people sitting at the tables weren't and some of them are different ages. And I, I just, like I said, sat there and just observed and it's like, all right. Well, I guess some people are and aren't, you know, but again, I, you know, the mask, the ma whole mask thing is it's, you wear a mask, not so much for yourself, but you're wearing your mask for the other person. And I think there's a lot of a, I hate to say, it, you know, a lot of a disregard for your fellow person where I'm wearing my mask yeah. for you. You don't wear your mask. That means you don't yeah. care about me, right? I, I mean, again, there, I know there's a lot of people that have different theories and so forth, you know, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I go to Home Depot, yeah. I put my mask on, you know, again. And so, I don't know. Yeah, it's like I said, there's a whole there's a whole big debate on that, you know, but probably don't yeah. want to delve into it. All right, so you talked about Nashville, right? And um, all right, you've been, you know, you've, you've gone to the, you know, as, as you mentioned when I was up there, right is um the stadium the arena i guess right all right so how do you go from being a red wings guy now you're you're uh you're uh you're now living and breathing nashville and to become are you are are you a predators guy or I'm, I'm, not? I'm, it's actually funny it's kind of cool uh 
I'll always be a Red Wings guy, even though the Red Wings haven't been good in 13 years or something like that. But um, <laughs> I've been a big hockey fan my whole life. I'm named after a hockey player. I played hockey for years. So, like, I've been a big hockey guy, and it's always been the Red Wings number one. Dallas Stars were my number two and still are my number two team. And the Predators were always number three. So it's, like, cool mm. – moving to a city where I've always liked the team in general. And like, I remember when the Predators started coming up, started getting good. Cause then they started kicking the Red Wings ass. Like they were like the big rival. I'm like, Oh, Nashville's in town. They're going to smoke us today. And they always did. They were a good team. They were a young team fast and they're good. Played dirty, but they're yeah. good. And then it's just cool. Like coming here and I like them. And I actually went before all this, I went to go see the Red Wings cause they were in town. I went to the game and it was like the least stressful game I ever went to because I didn't care who won. So it's like, I'm a repping guy and, and I worked. I actually worked uh, before. I was working for the radio right. station doing the promotions before the game. So I was in Predators gear because my boss was like, when he hired me, he's like, you can't wear Red Wings gear to the Predators games. And I was like, I won't do that. Don't worry. So I was in Predators gear, but like, so Predators games are so fun because the spirit of hockey here is so alive. It's crazy. I haven't seen it like that in a long time. But it was really fun. And I would like cheer for the Predators and get up and everyone. And then the Red Wings would score. And I'd be like. <laughs> and like, I didn't care. And actually, the Red Wings killed the Predators that night, five to two. So it was like, I left. Everyone was so mad, but I left with like a little grin on my face. I was like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Now, now it's it's funny to say because that was the weekend where I was there was New Jersey. I was so I was born in New Jersey, so New Jersey played that weekend, and um, yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I'll go." And, and I think we we yeah. may even have talked about it. And um, my wife's like, "You go to that game, I'm gonna really be pissed." And I'm glad I didn't go because I think because the Devils haven't been as good in you know last week, you know quite a few years. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't spend my money on, you know, going to a game, an away game, you know. But, again, it's always interesting to, you know, go root for your team when you're somewhere else, right? Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because when Nashville came into the league, um, I think even before Nashville became a team, I think New, New Jersey, there was a lot of talk about New Jersey getting moved out of, the Devils get moved out, and maybe Nashville was a team, you know, a town, but they got named was floated, you know, back in talking like, you know, back in the nineties. And um, but yeah, no, there, there's a lot of folks that actually I think have come from the different teams, Nashville and so forth. But yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's it's yeah, and I'm the same boat here, right? I live in Florida now, in South Florida, and the South Florida team is yeah. the Panthers, and I'm like. I'm still not a still not a pants fan, and um, uh, I, I've gone to a games and you know watched the Devils play, and but just still never made the big jump over to you know over to that team, and you know, um, but again, I don't know. I haven't followed as Florida as much, you know, de you know the Devils much. There's so much, you know. Again, once you move away from your area, it's, it's hard, hard to track. And being out of the viewing area yep. makes it even harder too. So it's like yep. I've followed a lot more yep. of the Predators now, just because I like hockey in general, but also via the radio station because we do a lot of events. So it's like, you know. Right. Yeah. So so what so what's the what's the the uh, radio station? Uh, it's 102.9, the Rock Station. 102.9, the Buzz. So it's cool because I'm a rock guy and I work for the rock radio station. 
So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good job. It's an easy job. Cool. I get to work whenever I feel like it. So it's like pretty cool. I don't have like a set schedule. So, so like if I'm, if I'm dry for four days without gigs, I can pick up work via the radio station. So it's, it's pretty cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah. There, it's funny because there, we used to have a station here, I guess. No, they don't have it anymore, but it was one of three, one, the buzz, but I'm sure the buzz is, you know, a lot of a common name for places. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, especially for a rock station in you know Nashville, right? Country, Mecca, right? I think you're gonna be kind of shocked. Nashville is is really like a rock city now. It's crazy. There are so hmm. many rock bands up and down Broadway. It's crazy to see. Like you just you see, and you're starting to see them in places that you want. Like on Super Bowl weekend, I went downtown and. Uh, this girl that I knew back in Michigan, she happened to be in town and she was like, come meet us at Jason Aldean's. So I'm like, all right. So I go to Jason Aldean's. It was a Saturday or Sunday night, second floor, Jason Aldean's is a rock band. And I was like, Jason Aldean's name is on the building and they still have a rock band. I'm like, it's crazy. Don't even have a country band. So it's like, it's crazy. I mean, there's obviously, it will always have a ton of country, but there, there are a lot, there's a lot of rock music here and it, it's crazy to see it's cool to see because it's the influx of people you get all these people LA yeah. Detroit and, and Chicago and none of those places are country places so they're just bringing it in right and again you, your, your set list everyone's set list is geared towards those folks right so whether you're um you're you're got to perform to more of a country or a, or a rock feel or, or whatever you know, the case may be, you know, you, you've got to be, you know, kind of going, you know, a little bit yeah, yeah. both, both sides of the coins. We're definitely a rock band and she's like, and Courtney has added like some rush to the set list and stuff. So like we're, okay. we're definitely a rock band, but we have, there's a certain amount of the Nashville standards that, every band has to know you just have to be you have to be able to front enough of the requests to get through to it like there are some bands out there that are just like what do you want to hear and she's like zach brown and the girl just be like no and i'm like (laughs) what that's crazy but like you you have enough of it like since we have a female singer so she knows obviously she knows like before he cheats from carrie underwood and gunpowder and lead from randall lambert because you can also get away with like some girl will be like $20 for this song by Miranda Lambert. And if you don't know it, you can get away with just being like, we don't know that one, but how about Gunpowder and Lead? And the girl's going to, she's not going to care. She's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to you yeah. know, yeah. you got to rock <laughs> band or not, you have to know enough. Like, and you got to know like at least one Johnny Cash. And, like you just got to know at least 10 of the Nashville songs just because, Somebody is going to right. request, somebody is going to request country roads, take me home, like just you know that kind of stuff. But we're we're definitely a rock band, and they know that when when they hire you, like that's why they put us at at Rippies and at Kid Rocks because those are more rock type crowds. Like we won't, right. we probably won't ever play at Tootsie's unless they really really need us to because it's country, country, country there, and we're not a country band, right. so. Right. Well, no, I no, I was there. I was there, you know, and it was um, 
well, I get again, whatever, depending, I guess, on what yeah. floor you're on, right? Um, I, you know, I was up in the top four, and I swear there was some Bon Jovi oh, yeah, you played. Can, and, there's enough rock. Those are like Broadway standards, so you can't you can't get much more rock than those standards at Tootsie's. It's it's, it's right. living on a prayer. Uh, don't stop believing. Yeah. Um, sweet child of mine. Um, and I love rock and roll. Those are like the four that you can okay. really and pour some sugar on me. So you can get away with those oh, yeah. five. Yeah. But if you're at Tootsie's, those are like the five that you get. Like, don't do any more rock than that. So, I, so, so as, as you mentioned, you know, pour some, you know, pour some sugar on me. Or, you know, have you ever thought about like being a rock band at a strip club? You know, isn't that like the yeah. staple for uh That would be cool. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. This thing is funny. Like, I, I thought for sure with the amount of like bachelor parties that come through Nashville, I thought for sure there'd be more like adult places. I only see one. Now, I don't know if there's more other places, but like as far as close to downtown Nashville, there's only one. And I just thought that was strange because I'm like, there's so many bachelors here. And, and, and like frat bro bachelors, they go to strip clubs. Oh. So I, just thought, I just thought it was right, strange yeah. that there's not more of them, but maybe they yeah. just don't need it. I don't know. Because they get. Oh yeah, forget yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's like I said, you know, you go to New Orleans. It's like once you pass a certain block, that gets yeah. a little bit crazy, you know, and there's places and so forth. But yeah, no, um, yeah, no. It's a um, yeah. It, it's it, yeah. I think I think everyone's got a, you know a different different you know perspective. The 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 right songs and you know. The, that everyone's pretty familiar with other than people throwing a uh, tip in for something Dude, that yeah, might be a little bit out of Kid Rocks. Yeah. Like I heard one band of Kid Rocks doing yeah. uh, Hot for Teacher and then they did uh, and then they did um, Ace of Spades by Motorhead. <laughs> like yeah, when you go to downtown Nashville you're not expecting to walk in and hear Motorhead. <laughs> but, but, right, yeah. It, it no, was Kid Rocks. Yeah. You get away with I, it at Kid Rocks because it's a rock so uh, right yeah you you right, do yeah. motorhead on the first floor of tootsies you're never going to be back <laughs> you know like you're out that's your last gig at tootsies but yeah well yeah i, I guess if you country fired up with the guy who's playing yeah, upright bass, right maybe you know, it's like i said oh we, we you know we popped in shit i don't know maybe it was tootsies i don't i don't know now remember where we were at but we popped in and we were there's band playing you know devil yeah. went down to georgia and it was like dude this is fucking awesome like and again you know as you know right as a as drummer is like dudes that play upright bass like there's such a different yeah. sound it's a different you know thing right um so the um and then there was one like i said that one day that i was doing my little touristy after the drum dojo where you know running around walking around you know all over you know the downtown area and i popped into coming back up and i passed by kid rocks and there was there was a band that was in there again like i said right there's music from 10 o'clock in the morning to whatever three four o'clock in the morning right so you know so it was probably midday and there's a girl in there they were doing i think a bon jovi song or something and but it was like they were playing like violin and it was like that's like really fucking cool right and to, to have all these other type of string instruments and you know again being a you know myself as, a, as well as a, a rock guy 
and you know, I, you know, like I said, like I said, I grew up in New Jersey, and, you know, and grew up huge Bon Jovi, um, you know, proximity. Um, but yeah, but like here, they're, they're doing this different, different stuff. So, but yeah, no. Um, so, so yeah, so so the the hockey the, the hockey stuff, yeah, and they'll come come back ADHC kick it in, right? So yeah. <laughs> So no, there was actually yeah quite quite a few Devils Devils guys that had left or traded or whatever over to Nashville, um, but you know, uh, like I said, I would have liked to have gone to go see a Devils game, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, am I here to see? I'm in Nashville. Am I here to see a hockey uh, game? Or next time you come here, Nashville? if sports are going again, you should definitely go because it, it is like unlike right. any hockey game I've ever been to. The only the only way right. I could probably describe it is, is if you were to see a hockey game in Canada, like because it is it is just that crazy. I mean, the fans in there are insane. They have chance for everything. Like, so yeah, so so right. So you're you're right from the yeah. the Detroit area. So very much a what right because Detroit was Red Wings were what one of the yeah. original yeah. four or five yeah. whatever teams, right? And then to go down to a southern state who's that team has not been around for what yeah, more than twenty years, right? at least. Right, it, to see the, the how much that team has just been totally, yeah, as you said, right, the Bash, Bashville, right? I think that's what they call it, right? Yeah. Smash Nashville, and um, but yeah, yeah right. it's, that, that's great. They've got a like great following. And not like I ever like lost love for hockey, but the Red Wings have been so bad for so long that it's been so like depressing. Like when I was a kid, I mean it was hockey town, man. Red Wing parade. It's like we used to jump down I, on Eight Mile and drive up and down Eight Mile every Friday after a game. Like the spirit <laughs> was there, but they've sucked for so long that like it's draining. And then you come here and Nashville, you know, they made it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Was it last year or two years ago? So it's they're very popular here now, and it's like. It like yeah. revitalized my inner child that I used to have for the Red Wings, and it's like crazier. Everyone right. and I'm, everyone in there is in the jersey. Like, there's not even like Nashville Predator T-shirts. Like, it's just jerseys, and I'm like, this is crazy. Everyone in here has got jerseys. There's a chant for everything. They got like the Predator score. Tim McGraw's on the screen waving like a big fish, and like he's singing that that <laughs> I like it, I love it song that he's got, and it's just like, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> crazy it's like what the Red Wings yeah. used to be when I was a kid it's cool so if they're playing next time here you should go because you got to experience it it's crazy yeah no that that's I think a um I think probably more so about baseball right is because you know living up north being a I guess maybe Mets Yankees fan what whatever moving to south for me for south florida is like all right all right i live here now i'm a marlins fan you know right? yeah you try you try to at least you know uh assimilate to the local yeah. area and um it's funny because you know, yeah. <laughs> so there was a couple of years ago we we went to a marlins game in, in the new park they have a home and all that you know trying to you know find out some information one of the complaints somebody said, "Yeah, it's a great place, it's a great ballpark," but the you know the one complaint there you know was, "Hey, there was an, an air conditioning vent was blowing on my neck," and I was like, "Yeah, that's just yeah. Florida for you, right?" <laughs> but you know, yeah. So, um, 
but I, I, I get you, right? You know, you, you have your home roots and sometimes, you know, you got to kind of kind of spread it out to where you're currently at. And you you kind of got to root for yeah, the home team. Yeah, it's fun being in that crowd. Like, you, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm definitely rooting for the home team. Because <laughs> there's just so, mm. much, so much energy yeah, right. in there. And, and, and like I said, Tim McGraw's like on the yeah. big Jumbotron, like, waving a fish around. And I'm like, that is awesome. I'm like, <laughs> so it's like all of a sudden, you're like, I'm a Preds fan. Let's do this. Like, yeah, I was anyways. Like I said earlier, but still, it's just extra cool. Yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. Right. So if they're playing next time you're here, I don't know when. Every next time you come come up here, it is what you should go. For sure, I'll go. Yeah, I'll no, go yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm hot. So, yeah, so. no, yeah. Oh, for sure. Next, yeah, like I said, I, I, I that's why I didn't want to try to do too, do everything. You know, um, while I was in Nashville, it's like, all right, let me leave a little bit so I can come back and have things, other you things to do while I come, come back up there. Like, obviously, it'd be next year now since we've already kind of started to pass it. But you should come in like busy season, which is like March to to November, and like it kind of slows down in November, and then December and January are what they call dead season. Um, but if you're here in like May, June, July, like it is totally different you can't even see the sidewalks on broadway like you're just like walking oh, really? up and down yeah. just like this <laughs> it's crazy i mean if you thought it was crazy in december <laughs> you gotta be here like in the heart of it like right in the it's crazy but that that, that was the crazy thing that i think it was that the hockey game was saturday night and like i said we're we you know eric and i were hanging out up on the one of the roof decks we're like damn it's like really quiet. Where the hell it was like we were just like, where the hell is everybody? It's like dead. And then they were starting to close off the street. The hockey game let out. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, there it is. The flood <laughs> came down, you know. <laughs> like, oh, okay, there's everybody, you know. And uh yeah, and it's funny because you know, I was talking to him because he's uh you know from Minnesota and a uh, original North Stars fan and, and, and so forth. So, yeah. So it's funny that, you know, quite a few of us were all, uh, you know, hockey guys in that whole little, our little drum, drum dojo, you know, weekend thing. So, um, so forth. But, um, but yeah, so the, uh, no, no, for sure. If I come back up and I would definitely, you know, hit, you know, hit you up and check out where you're playing and different things. And, you know, and so place to, you know, check out until they get, because I, I know there's so much in Nashville to check in that, like I said, they, that one day that I You're spent going again. over <laughs> oh, there oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they're good yeah yeah so that that one that one uh that, that last day that I you know did the little sightseeing thing on Monday was the um uh you know the Ryman Theater in the Nash, you know the Hall of Country yeah. Music Hall of Fame but yeah they, there's yeah I know there's so much stuff Lot other things to do and so forth but yeah so um so yeah let, let's let's talk kick it kick it back to a little bit about the drums in so what's your what's your current setup what what are you what are you playing i, I and again I, I i explain folks that about nashville the broadway and you know you you know most people here they talk about a house kit right it's like you know probably not the best best situation but for what you're familiar with, you know, I know you, you probably walk in, you're, you got your, you know, certain things that you bring in with you because you don't need, but with that being said, 
what is your current kit that you are playing uh, I have today? A, um, a satin white uh, Gretsch Renown, um, the all maple shells. Uh, it, I love it. I love it. I miss it. It just sits in the closet because everything here has got a house kit. So I rarely, I did, I did um, one show with the original band at Springwater Supper Club, which is the oldest bar in Nashville. Um, no house wow. kit. So I was like, oh, I get to bring mine. I was so excited, but nobody knew who we were. <laughs> so pretty much the only people we were playing for were the bands that were opening for us. So, so that kind of sucked. And then like I loaded everything in and then I started setting up and I was like, all right, maybe this can go back in the closet because I do not miss doing this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, it's a regret renown. Uh, just one up, one down. 18 by 22 right. uh, bass drum and 12 and 16 toms. They're big. They're, they're 16. I've never had a 16 floor tom because I've normally had, I think, 14s. And going to the 16, mm -hmm. I'm like, Whoa! and I was like, yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's cool. So, so what, um, uh -huh. what kind of set, simple mine setup all, do you have? Mine all around. So, okay. All the all way around. All so way. two. Um, my crashes are both mine. All I don't know how people say it. Byzance or Byzance or Byzance. I don't know how people say it. I say Byzance. Um, those are my two 16 and 18, and then a mine Byzance 20 ride. It's a dual ride, so it's very dry. And I have a tendency to play like a blues player, and I do a lot of crashing on my ride. So I made sure to buy a dual ride because there's just something easy and comfortable about just doing this. Because you just have more motion yep. and you're just doing this instead of like having to go up here. I don't know. I just have a tendency to do that. So I have the dual. Um, and they're MB8, Minel MB8 hi-hats. I'm in the process of getting Byzance hi-hats, but they're like $600. So I'm going to have to go ahead and wait till I'm employed again. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and then I switch out my snares, but most of the time they're all Gretsch. I'm a Gretsch man, so I have three three Gretsch snares and one Pearl snare. So I'm I'm, I'm a Gretsch man, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but I have one. I have like one specific Gretsch snare that I've had. I've been working with for a while now because I spent six hundred dollars on it. So I'm gonna get my use out of it. Now, yeah, the, yeah. The kit, the kit behind me is a um, it's a Gretsch um, Kevlar yeah. kit. They're super so, nice. Which one is, is that? And, the ash or the maple? You know, if it's Catalina ash, or Catalina it, maple. Yeah, yeah. Those are maple. super nice. And um, so I have had quite a few years, at least over at least over five years now so those are great too, because um, they don't break the bank and then when people hear them they're like what is that and you're like oh mid-level yeah oh crash and they're like what <laughs> like yeah yep. sounds so good yeah this th this is one of those like it came with a um like guitar center yeah it just happened because i again not you know baron being very impulsive bought it and it was like all right you got a, another tom so you to really your rack toms were an 8 10 12 and then your floors were 14 mm -hmm. 16 and um and then your snare and then they threw in a firecracker snare 
like an eight inch snare, which I ended up using actually for, you know, when you do the hip hop thing, you know, where I was like taking the kick, the kick pedal and I, you know, reverse it to my cone, playing, you know, hang that, that eight inch snare off the hi-hat stand and kind of do a little bit of a hi-hat snare kick kind of yeah. thing, very simple. But I used, what I used to call the very simple kit, and then just before um, or maybe after um, I came back from Nashville was I picked up the Questlove yeah, Ludwig kit, so breakbeat kit. So uh, we saw I saw a guy on on Broadway beatboxing yeah, playing that kit, and you know it was like on the sidewalk, right? What's that? Yeah, that's awesome. That yep, yep. every night, and that guy's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that guy's like free, free, yeah. free flowing. You know, you know, and it's like I'm like, dude, that's like that guy's you got has got his thing. You know, it's so. Um, but before that, that so yeah, I think it was right around mid. Thanks, you know, Thanksgiving. I think I picked it up before I got back. But yeah, so it was so I, that's at the house. This one's here. The, our practice, my practice space. And, um, but yeah, I, but yeah, that, that breakbeat kit, I, I just love playing cause it's like very compact. And that was the whole reason was to pick it up was like, it's a much smaller little kit. Again, the, the bass drum doesn't punch as much as that, right. you know, a 22, you know, the Catalina. Um, but again, you know, you might get up enough, you know, right. to show for it, but, I, and then, um, uh, probably early mid mid-year yeah picked up a electronic kit that somebody was selling selling on facebook locally and you know so i'm still trying to come you know play around with that a little bit you know um but yeah you know, like you mentioned like the guitar you know guitar hero kind of stuff yeah, I just so, need but, to get moving quickly because i can't i can't take any more playing on this electronic kit <laughs> i'll be on the real <laughs> one so man, you can only do it for so long before you have you know, Right. Unless you have one of right. those seven thousand dollar ones, that's insanely nice. I don't have one of those, <laughs> so right. it's like you can only do this for so long. So, so if you you thought about trying to set your stuff up with some pads on, you know the, uh, you know the the foam or whatever you want it is, you know, or you, or is the electronic kit. The electronic kit's to... fine for like just right now. I mean, I don't. It's yeah. funny because I never. I bought a cheap one. It works great, but I bought like I got a cheaper one just because I knew I wasn't gonna be doing anything with it. Like I wasn't gonna be taking it out on gigs or anything. Like some guys have trans, you know, started doing that just because it's easier to set up. But I knew I wasn't gonna be doing that. I just needed this just so I can have something to learn the set list on. And now it's actually because of the quarantine, it's actually been my only thing to play. So it's been getting so much use. For right. a while there, I was just using that just to you know, loosen up before a gig or someone gives me 30 songs, I got to come over here and learn them really quick. But I'm using it like every right. day because it's the only thing I have. But man, I'm ready to get back on a real kit. I thought about like the those, uh, the mesh symbols and the silent heads or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'll eventually do it. But right. man, this stuff's expensive too. So <laughs> we'll see. And I'm currently moving. So right. I'm not going to have all that income on drum stuff right now. But Hey, so and if anybody's listening, you know, hook Ryan up with some, uh, you know, some symbols so he can play in this part. There you go. Yeah, please. Go ahead. <laughs> me so I can get some silent symbols. There you go. Yeah. So you get, get, get you some you stuff. Can only, you can only do this for so long. This is not the same. 
No, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so no, that that I think that I think that's the like you said the, the interesting part is, you know, a you know day to day gigging musician. You know, again, it seemed like it was like down on Broadway. I'm sure you would equate this as a the lights switch off and boom, everything's off. Nothing's going on. Nothing's happening. Nothing's no music. Nobody's you know so. I, so what I, I you know locally I've I've worried you know, I'd say worried or, or have at least you know question is once things start opening back up bands unless you're been playing to a click or you're tight or whatever some of the music unfortunately now I'm being out you know hope hopefully I'm being more pessimistic but. Unfortunately, you know, may not be as best sounding yeah, coming out. I mean, it's just right? if you, you can only play to a record to an extent, you know, or play to yourself right. for a while. It's when you're not around people, you're not around people. It's weird. It is going to be strange. That's why I'm like happy that I have like two full time bands that we already we already know each other's vibes, and you know, we already mesh well together, so it won't be so awkward coming back in. Yeah, that, it, uh, that um, that's yeah, that, that like that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, in there. Can you... The video freeze or the audio freeze? You back? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so one one thing has been pretty interesting is that trying to, I've not I've not wanted to have to do a whole lot of editing of stuff. It's like when I started off the the podcasting things. It's like here it is. I don't want to. It is what it is. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time editing whatever. But like lately, it's like oh, <laughs> man. Anyway, so so jokingly, you know on. Uh, you know, uh, Facebook, they, you know, all the things are prompted about like, Hey, do you want to hire this? Do you have open position? I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to hire, I'm just going to put out there. It's like for no pay, uh, internship stuff. Come, come, come work at drums and rums. Uh, you know, go be my, uh, you know, uh, questionnaire, you know, research person. Go, be, I, you know, I need a, I need a bartender over here to kind of make drinks while we're hanging go. out, you know? So I'm like, yeah, so I got I, yeah, of course I got a lot of buddies who are like, hey, that'd be kind of cool. I'm like, you know, just you know, I don't, you know, come over, hang out, and help out, and all the production stuff. I'm like, again, every, everyone looks at themselves like the Joe Rogan kind of thing, right? And uh, and I think I had a little bit of a humbling, you know, when I went back and listened on Joe Rogan's website is uh, his very first podcast, and I'm like, okay, everyone starts off very rough, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> I'm only like six or seven episodes in or whatever and just to do um yeah, you probably get a lot perspective of, but since during this since everyone's locked up you probably would get a lot of people volunteering to come over and do that for free just to be around somebody <laughs> yeah yeah so and, and it's funny you know Shane is the um like I said because of the whole everyone wants to be distant and all that 
had a whole list of people that I was initially, you know, thinking about first, you know, first interviews and so forth. And it's like that, that whole changed. And, um, you know, so I'm like thinking about like planning a trip down the keys in July, August, you know, right around when my birthday is. I'm like, all right, well, I want to go down to, uh, Hemingway. There's a, a distillery down the Key West and like, you know, that does Papa Pilar's uh, rum and there's a couple other places around the floor. I'm like, well, that was the initial thought was, well, I'm just traveling around. This is kind of cool thing. I do music, talk about rums and, you know, again, drums, rum is catchy and so forth. But then it was like totally upside down, you know, obviously with all this COVID stuff, but, um, but yeah, so, so you've got, you've got your kit, kit at the, the apartment there, and then you've got your other kit, you know, um, what do you keep, what do you keep the other the closet? <laughs> I have, well, I actually have two. I have another, I have another Gretsch. I have a Gretsch Catalina Ash, which is like, like one level, like right underneath the Catalina Maple. It's like not a full level underneath. Right. It's not like a low end kit, but it's like a little under. Um, another great sounding kit. That one is at Sean's because Sean and his wife have a, um, a condo that's like not attached to anybody else. It's like a standalone. So we can, uh, when we do Nash Bash rehearsals, we go over there. So he just said, if you want to leave this here, you can just leave it here. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, we don't really use this room for that much. So I'm like, all right, cool. Which is amazing <laughs> because now I don't have to bring everything every time we rehearse. Because when we're, when, when we're in it, right. we probably rehearse twice a week. So I'm like, so it's nice not having to lug all that stuff. But my good one, my renowned, He's in the closet right over there. My new apartment, I'm getting a two bedroom just because I got a crazy deal on it. So I'm going to have a separate room for my studio. Studio. So obviously I won't be able to play the real drums because it's still an apartment, but I might set them up just so I can look at it and it'll look cool. <laughs> at least so they're not in the closet, you know? <laughs> right. So the, um, so I think as we start to you know kind of maybe wrap it up is um so the the woo girls yeah. right Woo. <laughs> oh, sorry i told you my phone was probably gonna go yeah yeah so um yeah i i guess until you're until, until you start talking about the, the so Describe what a woo oh. girl is to the folks that aren't are natural. I'm pretty sure it started. I'm not 100% sure because I'm not a huge fan of the show, but I'm pretty sure it started on How I Met Your Mother. Um, I think that's where it came from. Um, and a woo girl is essentially just a group of girls that just literally just woo. <laughs> that's what it is. And, it, and it's become it's become like what Nashville is because every every girl that comes to Nashville, it's like, and it sounds really mean but like they all look exactly the same they're all like skinny and blonde and wearing you know heels and and the white tank tops and the straw hats and like it's like the nashville look and it's like oh here comes another group of woo girls and it's because they they like literally like walk <laughs> up and down broadway and they're just like <laughs> and it, it, it's and it's hilarious and it's bachelorette's definite woo girls because you know from 50 feet away that there's a bachelorette party coming <laughs> like and, and and that's what it is and people are like oh I'm, this is kind of nice style of the woo girls and i'm like but i love the woo girls <laughs> I was like, bring the woo girls back i love having fun with the woo girls because it's fun because 
they're so happy and so drunk that like you can woo them back and they're just like <laughs> like you don't get you know some girls are weird like don't talk to me i have a boyfriend but like in nashville they're already wooing so you can just be like <laughs> i think i think it's fun i think it's super fun there's some they're starting to come back i mean i know you saw my facebook status there was a group right yeah, next door yeah. to me there's an airbnb next to me they were in it last weekend and then um i saw a picture of nudies on broadway the bar nudies they posted great day to be on the rooftop drinking and there was like a bunch of people on the roof bunch of woo girls <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you got you know you know you want to plug talk about you know promote um you know your projects you know what do you want to get out there i'll definitely plug uh my single so if you if, if anyone wants to check that out it's a it's definitely like a rock like a rock hip-hop like a like a 2002 kid rock kind of sound so that's on spotify and uh i don't know if you put it on amazon music but i know it's on spotify apple music um youtube um it's called I Won't Surrender, and the artist is Sima, C-I-M-A. Um, and I'll definitely plug my Broadway band. So we're hired on the Tootsie circuit, and you'll most likely see us at Kid Rocks and at Rippies. Um, they had us at Honky Tonk Central one day, too. I don't know if they'll keep us there. Honky Tonk Central is, as it says it in the name, it's Honky Tonk. <laughs> so... I don't know if they'll keep a rock band there for that long. We'll see. I don't care. I love that place. I like playing there. I think it's fun. So if they want us to play there, I will. Um, yeah, Coco and the Nash Bash. That's what we're called. And we're catering to the Woo Girls. <laughs> so, so you come see us and you'll come see the Woo Girls. <laughs> no, very, very cool. So, um, yeah, so definitely check out, you know, um, Shane and his endeavors Tima and Coco and Nash Bash once things start getting you know so do you have a sense of when you think you'll be back playing or uh nobody right. knows anything no they're 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 doing the live streams right now from the third floor Kid Rocks that's oh. what they've been doing um I just don't like I was saying earlier there's just no way that live music can be pushed like that far back I think it's going to be amended like all the way into phase three because I think it's going to be amended to where there's going to be live music allowed but like dance floors are going to be closed off still and like it's just weird like I, I mean who Broadway like you don't go to Broadway if there's no bands <laughs> it's like and locals we don't hang out at right. Broadway. We don't, unless we're working or right. trying to get more work, we don't go anywhere near Broadway. We hang out on the other side of the bridge. We hang out over on 12th Avenue. We don't right. hang out there. So like without music, there's going to be no business because there's going to be no tourists. But once tourists start coming back in and like the bars start getting more crowded, like, and there's still no bands, like how awkward is that? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't, we have no idea when it's going to happen, but I, I honestly believe it's going to be sooner than people right. are expecting. I think, which is totally fine to me. Like, put me back to work. I don't even care if I'm only making twenty dollars. I just want to get out of the right. apartment. So we'll see. But I'll be there, and I'll be getting my white claws. <laughs> is is that is that your product placement? 
Yeah, white cloth <laughs> yeah. me, please. Something <laughs> to do. Maybe it's white cloth. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll be yeah, a woo guy. Woo guy. <laughs> yeah, you never see woo guy. I'll be a white cloth woo guy. It's, it's so this is like the. Uh, you know, most interesting man, interesting man, you know, and you know, whatever, right? That's that you, man. right? You're the yeah, for white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. So cool. All right, no, it's um, I appreciate the you know the time today, and you know, again, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out, man. This was fun. Was yeah, cool no, this is our first, this is the uh, the first Friday. Oh, right at the end, it's gonna slow down and freeze again. I'm uh, missing what you're saying. Right. All right. Yep. All right. Yep. You can't. Now, so All yeah, right. now this is the first fr Friday uh, podcast, um, end of the week, you know, get together and so forth. Um, definitely, you know, interesting, you know, uh, you know, perspective on what it's like to, you know, to be a you know musician in Nashville where it relies uh, heavily on people being in the, you know, places and so forth. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely your, you know, the original stuff, keeping that going. And again, again, at the end of the day, you know, you, you keeping your own, you know, brand going as well too, right? With your, you know, the videos you post about the covers you, you know, to do and so forth. Right. Right. Cause yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to stay prepared too. Cause I don't know, like, it sounds terrible to say, but you don't know who's going to make it out of this. Right. Like, and I don't, I don't mean like life or death. I just mean like, I don't know if, if people have moved on and have just given up the music and like, cause of all this. So like, you don't know what it's going to like yeah. when it comes out of this. A lot of these people that had, that had drummers every day might not have them anymore because they've moved on. For sure. This. So I, I want, I want my brand to stay fresh. So people don't know that people don't think I gave up. So it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. So real, real, real quick, Ryan, or so, oh my God, I did it again, Ryan. Shine. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, so Shane, you know, uh, um, so what do you, what do you got to plug your, you know, Instagram, your, your YouTube stuff? What do you get? What do you got? Yeah. Uh, my, my Instagram for sure. Um, that's what I do most of my stuff on. I keep the YouTube kind of going. I'd like to get it back into there, but today's business it's, it's yeah. Instagram. Like people don't even say Facebook anymore. People are like, yep. give me your Instagram. So it's like, so my Instagram is definitely the best. So that's just my name, but it's other way. So McGuire Shane, that's how you can find me on Instagram. McGuire underscore Shane. But I think it comes up if you just McGuire Shane. But it'll come up. I list says Nashville. So if you click on me, it'll say Nashville. That's me. <laughs> a lot of pictures of my dog and a lot of drums. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy dog, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do dogs and drums, right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Get your own podcast going on, dogs and drums. I'm all about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it, I, I definitely appreciate the time, you know, tonight on a Friday. Um, usually it's been a, uh, a Saturday, you know, podcast show typically and, um, yeah, I'm glad I was able to do this too before some semblance of life comes back too. Because once it starts coming back, I'm probably not going to be available. Right? Yeah, night. yeah. No, no, that and and it's funny because it's a uh, it's funny you say that because lately I've 
my whole idea was once I got back from, you know, Nashville and started, you know, I, I had this whole idea around for a while and just never thought about it. And then, like we said, you know, you know, people in Nashville are like putting the grind to it and hustling and, you know, trying, you know, keeping their own brand, but then still doing other things. And whether you're, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, if you're a studio, I don't know if it's studio musician is the right word, but somebody who's, you know, consistently, you know, keeping employed and involved in, you know, working, et cetera. And I said, I came back, I'm like, well, shit, you know, these you know, people in Nashville, they're just like freaking hammer, you know, they're just keeping busy, keeping on it. And when I, you know, started kick kick my own ass gears to do, start doing the podcasting, right? Yeah. And going through it. And yeah, and so, yeah, so now I, I appreciate the, uh, definitely the um, catch up day on a Friday, you know, but you're right. I hope, I hope, I hope Friday, you know, next Friday, things start picking up and things start going to get back to quote unquote normal. Um, but yeah, I'm glad the opportunity to catch up with you before you know you become famous. So there. Yeah, 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 you're back now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out all all this in post post production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. You'll hear you get to hear all the, the weird Terminator <laughs> sounds. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I appreciate Ryan and um, or oh my God, damn, I did why why did I call you Ryan? <laughs> Shit. I'm going to start answering right, my yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, Shane. No, like I said, I'm blaming on the rum, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's all right. So, so when, Eric, you know, when I, when I sit down with Eric and Scott, you know, you know, I've hit them up for doing, uh, you know, sit down and doing podcasts as well. So who 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 knows who knows what I'm gonna call them, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. One of them's gonna be Shane. <laughs> it's gonna be like one podcast yeah, late like, every who, time. Who 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 the hell is he talking to? Is, is it this guy? This that guy? <laughs> so, but no, I, pre- I appreciate time. You know, on a on a Friday night. Yeah, you know, yeah, again, yeah. check out you know Shane's you know projects. You know, SEMA. Coco and Nash Bash, you know, definitely, you know, go check them out. Once things get back to normal, you know, in Nashville, um, you know, these guys are it. Um, you know, these are the bands. Um, again, show the love to Nashville and, you know, in general, because this is it, Music City. And um, these are people that are, are, the day-to-day is what the the musician the music keeping the music alive because without these guys and gals there wouldn't be the all the things that we love right the music and so forth because without music what would we be right and so 
I appreciate you know the 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 time tonight, Shane, and um, I you know I, you know I think that's it. So yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll we'll be in touch. You can come find me. Yeah, come for back. sure. Grab a gig and we'll do a Preds game or something. You got it, man. Yeah. All right. Sweet. All right, Shane. I'll I'll catch you later. All right, dude. See you. I'll see you. Yep.